Good Saturday morning. Welcome into the Scramble Sports Sit Down. Not sure how good it feels this morning. We're still stinging from the loss last night. Brian King here in the house with you. Got Graves. Don't got Graves. Now I got Graves. What's up? There he is. Got Lethko in the house. How's it going? Got Simpson in the house. Mets suck. And we've got King 2 landing in the house. I agree with Graham. It was the Cowboys. Now it's the Mets. It'll be the Cowboys in another month. Yeah. It, once the see, once the Mets completely finish imploding over the course of the next two days. Yeah. Well, one day. And Cooper Rush, we today. trust, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. Look, really, a lot of people wrote the Cowboys off. Cooper Rush has done a great job. Bank I write, a couple I've of written wins. them off a long time ago, and I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm used to mediocrity. He's done well. Cooper has. I thought. We got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to get to today. A lot of high school football action. We're going to run down the scores here in just a second. I think the big news of the night, high school football aside, was the Padres-Mets game. Mariners blanked the Blue Jays, too, in baseball action. Guardians beat the Rays. That's amazing. I didn't even know Cleveland made the playoffs. <laughs> There's actually a big controversy on that game. Is Jose Ramirez hit an opposite field home run, but uh, Rosario, Ahmad Rosario, on second base when he was – well, he was on first in the time the home run was hit, but when he was rounding second base, he was looking at the ball going over the wall, and they say his foot just grazed the second base bag. That could have been huge if that yeah. was if they overturned that call and said that Rosario did not touch second base. That's game changing. If yeah, yeah. They, they ended up saying the call stood. So, I doubt you can really tell on yeah. any kind of video if somebody touched second base while rounding it. Let's run down the high school football scores real quick. Greenwood, it was way more interesting than it should have been at the end, it looks like. 47-41 to 41 the final there. Greenwood over easily. Not sure what happened in the final couple of minutes of that game, but yikes. Yeah, easily had an onside kick right there at the end. If they recover that kick, mm-hmm. it could get a little dicey. But Green was able to pull out a, a big region win, and now their season comes down to these next two games, in my opinion, Westside and against none other than Greenville to determine that region. That's going to be an interesting slate. Abbeville shuts out Chesney 49 to nothing. Another big performance from Coach Nick and his crew. I think, I think that they got, the, got things rolling. Like we said, you know, Abbeville is always dangerous and always one of the best programs regardless of classification in the state. But whenever they're on the ropes, like we talked about, when they have two losses to their name this early in the season, and they're kind of playing the role of the underdog, so to speak, now. That's a dangerous position for their opponents to be in. So, wasn't surprised there. 96 ends up dropping to Landrum. Big game, though, for Braden Mitchell. Wildcats that's got some my work. Guy. Yeah, Wildcats <laughs> got some work to do in the region. According to Braden, it was really a bunch of internal stuff that caused him to lose. Um, Braden, obviously, he had four touchdowns last night. He said he had over. Not over. He said he about had around 300 yards. I don't know how accurate that is, but <laughs> paper had him at 200. So well, he was he was he was probably close. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> how many touchdowns did he have? He said he had four. He had four. Yeah. That's what the paper said. 
all on the ground. Do we do we trust Cody to they, write this stuff? Oh, Cody a, didn't write that one. I thought they had him for a passing touchdown. But yeah. Maybe they are, were all on the ground. He said they were all on the ground. Yeah. Also, he told me that through seven games, he has 19 touchdowns and like 17 yards total. 17 so, yards. 17 yards. I was like, bro. 1,700. I believe him. He's a player. Yeah. 700. He's had a great season. One comma seven zero zero. Seven, uh, <laughs> Seventeen hundred total yards of offense. Yes, and nineteen touchdowns. Seventeen thousand yards of total offense. <laughs> and, Payne, and and to put into context, Payne Davis, the quarterback last year, only had thirteen touchdowns throughout the entire season. So he's a player. I just I shout think, out to my guy Braden Mitchell. Yeah, shout out to your guy for staying healthy, playing linebacker too. That makes me nervous. Without Chico there too. Yeah, that's he's a him. huge loss. That's a huge loss. Heart of the team. All right, him. That stands for high impact man around these parts. So that's good. Good to be a him. Him. <laughs> Strom Thurman <laughs> takes down Saluda. My prediction came true. I said it was going to be a big kick from the number 99. It was a big kick at the end of the game on a big drive for the Rebels to tend. You know, I got a little, I got a little love for the I've been called everything you could imagine over the last two days, or I guess 12 hours, <laughs> um, from Saluda fans. Look, I got love for Saluda. Ty- Tyleek Mathis, one of my favorite players. Mr. Wright, if you're listening to this, your son's overrated. I just yeah, Tom. <laughs> He's gonna run it in hard and deep early. Hot. Eight o'clock. <laughs> your son's overrated. <laughs> Sheesh. Tyler, so be specific on the son though. Zion no, no, Wright. No, but they're not brothers. Zion Wright is overrated. He's probably got another kid though, doesn't he? I don't know, but I know this. Dallin is not the other, is is not brothers. Okay. Yeah, they're not Dallin's brothers. Dallin's fine. Zion is overrated. Dallin was gas. He was. That was one of the best. I've seen all yeah. I've needed to see, and I said it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Zion's overrated. Zion Wright. I'll tell you who's not overrated. overrated. <laughs> who's not overrated <laughs> is Tyleek Mathis. He yeah. is really that guy on that saluted team. And he I had th- a big call in that game, 52-yard touchdown that was back. called back on the holding penalty. Actually, two big touchdowns called back on yeah. the holding calls. Both of them Tyleek Mathis runs, I yep. believe. Tough break for Salute. Number one goes down at oh, home. Are we calling a cam behind the cam? Yeah, he's coming up. Cam behind the cam coming up later on about 940. We'll get him in here to talk about that one. I, I, he asked me for a prediction on the Saluda game. I said, Nordeen with the big kick at the end to win it. I had the score a little higher. Yeah, I think I would have had the score a lot higher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had 31-28 with a big kick from Nordeen right, right at the end. That's happened to Saluda a lot this year. They've had touchdowns called back by holding penalties, something we're familiar with, yeah. uh, being Emerald Viking fans. <laughs> That's right. Um, but, yeah, they had two in that game, and then I think – uh, Coach Stuart Young said last week three in the, the Gilbert game didn't come back to bite them, but can't do that against a good team like Strom Thurmond. No, they got away with it against a really good team in Gilbert somehow. But look, that's a that's a big rivalry, and I think I think the Rebels had had a pretty bad taste in their mouth after the last couple of years, particularly last year. I don't think they were happy at all. They felt like Saluda kind of ducked them in the COVID year, and. Uh, so they'd won two in a row, essentially. So I think there's a bad taste. I think they really wanted that one, I think. But, look, they're in the driver's seat in that region now, man. So that's a tough region. So we'll see well, how that – They're in the driver's seat, but for how long? For how long? Question. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah. see. So this does not mean that Salute is not a great team that's going to contend for the state title by any stretch. No, but I think teams have figured them out. Yeah. You shut down their running game, you shut down Mathis on the outside, and there's not much else as – Landon keeps reminding us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Some others got Christchurch and um, – Southside Christian both roll big over Weir Shoals and Calhoun Falls, respectively. 
an overtime thriller. The thriller from McCormick doesn't oh, rhyme that, as well. That was an awesome game. 49-41 final over Asheville Christian McCormick oh, on wow. top. That was the game of the night. Did not see that coming at all. Durant finally was Durant. Over 200 yards rushing. Had a big pick six in this game as well. And, yes, Saluda gets a thrilling OT victory. Asheville is actually from Asheville, by the way, just to let y'all know. Right. Are they based in Asheville? They, are based, okay. they are based in Asheville. Just want to check on that. Based on what the paper says. being based yeah. in Asheville and being from Asheville. Yeah. That's correct. True. As we've discovered. <laughs> I left out one of the big three, St. Joe's, uh, Clobbers Dixie, 58-7. to seven. Ah, I was hoping you forgot that one. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> and, of course, in, in our game last night, a 35-28 to 28 heartbreaker. We're going to break these all, all these games down uh, more a little bit later on. Padres take it to the Mets last night. Seven to one final there. How many home runs? Four. Do we get? Do we get all the clips? Do we get the clips together? It could we can do to a that. better guy. Max Scherzer is the only the second pitcher in postseason history to give up seven runs and four home runs. Hmm. Yeah, all their runs came from a home run except for one. Correct. I Sounds think like the Braves. One came from a, a double, I believe. It sounds exactly yeah. like Atlanta. I think so, yeah. A lot of football to get to. We're going to introduce something new today, by the way. If you are into props, we got a couple of guys going to give us some prize pick locks. Okay, cool. Are, are they a sponsor now? Prize picks? I wish they were. Well, we got to, you know, like send in this MP3 file and say, hey, this is what we're doing. Oh, well, and then they're going to say, yeah, okay, we see what you're doing. Here's a code. There we go. And then Everybody makes money. Except Wire. Except Wire. Wire does not get any prize picks money. No prize picks money. Let me go ahead and get my account loaded up so I can lock these picks yeah, in that you these can guys use got for use us. My code this Joker's done made 500 <laughs> bucks in the last week. I Actually, I signed up last night. These guys kept talking about it the whole night, so I'm like, <laughs> I might as well go ahead and sign up for an account. Great idea. That's a good idea. I about to say, they're winning. It's easy money from what they say. Apparently it is. <laughs> I need a second hustle. <laughs> Yeah, you, you already have a second hustle, I mean, don't you? I mean, a fourth hustle. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, so you have a third, a second and a third fifth, hustle. Fifth hustle, yeah. yeah. Fifth. Plus the Y, too, right? I could, yeah. Well, I'm con- I guess I'm considering this a hustle. Yeah. But it's technically, I guess, not considered well, a hustle. part of the Sound the Horn network? Part, part of the network, so yeah. the, the whole network is a hustle. I guess. Hey, the network is certainly a hustle. Basketball season, you're going to love it. By the way, that's what I'm waiting on. I just checked. I was I was challenged to check our numbers. We're just a shade under nine thousand downloads. Just a shade under. Yeah, give ourselves a hand for that. Do something when we get to ten thousand. We do. We need to give something away. Price picks. More more, more locks. (laughs) (laughs) We got a special lock for you if if you're listening. When we get to ten thousand downloads, I imagine we'll hit that in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully. With all these big games we got coming up, no doubt. It's going to be a bunch of big games on the slate. The Mariners blanked the Blue Jays. Who saw that coming? I don't think we could see a blank. I thought the Mariners had a really good chance of winning, but to go out there and really showcase with Luis Castillo uh, how great they can be when they're, on the, when they're at their best, uh, I think the Seattle Mariners are going to be one of the most dangerous teams that you, if they get past this round, they go uh, to the division series. It's some team that you just don't want any part of. I don't want any part of anybody in the postseason, <laughs> frankly. Uh, uh, Max Scherzer, I could. <laughs> I think I can hit a bomb off Max Scherzer at this point. <laughs> if a Padres relief pitcher can hit a grand slam, then anybody can. Yeah, so that, that was the thing I told Landon uh, before – we were setting up 
before the game, and it was like, yeah, so the Mets and Padres are playing. Last time I saw Scherzer pitch against the Padres, he gave up a grand slam to not just a, a, a starting pitcher, a, a relief pitcher. <laughs> a guy who's probably never batted in his life. So, yeah, so his first hit was a grand slam off Max Scherzer. It is, it's, I mean, it's, it's Slam it's Diego, insane. man. That's right. It is, it is Slam, slam Diego. Diego, bro. You know. They, uh, they were definitely slamming it in Queens last night. Uh, one of the best best games that I've seen in a while from baseball outside of Braves wins. Just as a, uh, I wouldn't say neutral fan, but without really my, my team in the fight. Was very I was pleasurable. not neutral. I was actively cheering for the Mets to lose, and you were too. I'm saying as a uh, non-Braves baseball game, and one they've you know, not won. Like it, There was no Braves in the game. Any team that's playing the Mets yes. might as well be the Braves to me. True. <laughs> Unless that's what I was going to say is I pull for the Braves and anybody playing the Mets. This is exactly. like people yeah. used to ask me who my second favorite team was. I'm a big Gamecock fan. I'd always say that whoever is playing Clemson that day. It's just the way it is. I think the <laughs> Phillies though, end up getting a big one with six runs. In that's the, right. In the ninth inning. That's their most runs in an inning they've ever had in a playoff game. Yeah, well, they've only had like 11 playoff games in a 204-year history. So, I think. <laughs> First time they've made the uh, the playoffs in eleven years. I don't. I, I okay. And, I despise the Phillies too. I probably they, don't like the. The probably the only reason I, I dislike on the Mets as much as I do is because of Wire, just to give him a hard time. I definitely do not like the Phillies at all. No, I definitely. They're number one. I know you're a Philly guy and everything. No, the Phillies are are up there, but the Mets are number one for sure. Yeah, I have personal reasons on Philly. I, I, I don't. You know, I don't let anything go, man. I'm the worst grudge holder in the world. <laughs> Like, All Philly sports are just... Are you the worst grudge holder or you're the best grudge holder in the world? I like the way you think. <laughs> I'm the best grudge holder in the yes, world. Yes, I'm very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not many better at me at holding the grudge, for sure. But it's just the Phillies or is it every Philly it's sports team? It's specifically the Phillies. No, because I like the Sixers. You like the Eagles? Eh, they're all right. Okay. I mean, no. I'm not a fan. I'm a Panthers fan, but... I, eh, yeah. I like the Eagles. In the words though. of Randy Jackson, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for you for sure. <laughs> we got lots of – of course, NFL uh, Thursday night provided the absolute worst bleeping game I have ever, ever watched in my entire life. And I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett doesn't need to just be removed right now and, and fired for cause. Because not him, it's Russ. Let's talk about Russ. It's Russ's call. No, let me. it's not Russ's call. I guarantee you Russ decides that play right there. Let me Nate tell Graves you. did, too. He was literally talking about Did you about hear it. what Nathan Hackett said in the postgame presser? No, I don't listen to guys that don't know how to coach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he literally says. I, I disagree with that. You listen to Matt Rule. I don't listen to him either. I listened to him this Please first, fire first him, year, and I quit with listening to his press conferences. So in the press conference after the game, Nathaniel Hackett says, we got the go-ahead to go for it. From who? Who in the hell did you he's get the, the go-ahead? Exactly. They did hire a guy that's like a consultant, some, though. I know, but yeah. come on, man. So maybe he's like the guy from upstairs looking down on high, saying if they can go or not. Well, maybe he should have called the play. He's actually the coach we don't just How don't about know you run yet. the ball? We don't even want to go there. Run the football. Yeah. K.J. Hamler, wide open in the end zone. Missed him. Russ turns into Stevie Wonder <laughs> and just completely misses him. 
pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you has, can't say that due to the <laughs> Americans with Disabilities Act. <laughs> dude, KJ Hamler's meltdown completely justifiable after that mess, dude. He was wide open, and that's the game right there. It is. Yeah, I think I think you gotta you gotta agree with uh, the actions of KJ at the end of the game because <laughs> because literally there was no other way to act. There was nobody within 15 yards of him, and he was at the two yard line when he could have been hitting the chest with the football. And would have been untouched. He could have ran to the locker room after that. Nobody's Broncos country would have rode. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> had, they did ride in the fourth quarter. They rode. Yeah, yeah. it was tied. They left before <laughs> halftime. Right yeah, they, they drove actually, yeah. not rode. They got uh, the heck out of there, man. My favorite screenshot of that game is is the uh, the fans all exiting, and then you could see the scoreboard at the end. It's a tie ball game <laughs> with 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter, and they're all just leaving. That is not good. At all. They've got one of the best fan bases, too, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen the Broncos stink, the, stink up the joint a lot since Elway, and their fans have always been committed. They've always stayed around. It's one of the best home field advantages in the NFL. To see them get up and walk out, you know it's pretty bad in Broncos country. Broncos pain brings me joy. Yes, <laughs> I'm still holding the grudge for the 2015 Super Bowl. Oh, don't bring that up. That's terrible. Von like Miller. father, like son, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, look, look I, there's no DNA test needed, man. We got to go back to the, the 2015 Super Bowl. Mm. It's, I it's not necessary. hate the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too, but I just I don't like to bring up those old scars. Uh, it hurts, man. Yeah, it hurts. It still hurts. Cam not diving for that ball. That broke my heart, man. I actually was in a grocery store with a lady not too long ago. She said she was a Panther fan up until that play. She said when Cam didn't die for that ball, that was it. That was tough, man, to watch that. Yeah. That's tough. Biggest moment in your life to jump backwards. I always have a sweet spot for Cam Newton, though, no matter what he did in the Super Bowl. Dude. You did that name a dog season. after Cam Newton. Was that before yes. or after the Super Bowl? You named him before the Super Bowl, Cam? When did we get Cam? I don't. I don't remember, remember when we got Cam. I don't remember it was pre or post Super Bowl. Might be. Might be right before uh, that season, though. Was that was a magical, magical. season. Prom Cam Newton, you'll never see another quarterback like that, dude. These, it's Josh like he, Allen? Uh, I don't know that nah, he runs like that. He, he doesn't get it done on the ground like that. That's because he's able to 2015 throw the ball Cam Newton is like if you yeah. wanted to take a quarterback and make it in a lab and throw it in the NFL. No, if you made it in a lab, he could had a lot more accuracy, I think. Dude, did you see some of the throws Cam was making? I saw Kelvin Benjamin bail him out a bunch of times, too. Whoa. <laughs> Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin. Benjamin? I mean, not Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin. Not Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin um, was a Popeye's Olsen. biscuit away from being a tight end. <laughs> yeah. He actually did turn into a tight end. He ate <laughs> that exactly. Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> he did eat that Popeye's Several biscuit. more. <laughs> I mean, we did have Funchess that year, I guess. Yeah. That's who it was, Funchess. He was a rookie. He was this a rookie. rookie year. Yeah. He was making some no, it was big. Greg Olson, Philly Brown. Uh, Philly Brown. Who's the other receiver oh on that? There's the, there's Jericho the issue. Right? Jericho Cotter. That might have been the issue right there, maybe. Maybe they weren't where they were supposed to be, and that's why the ball was like it was. Exactly. Was Cam was line. the Cam was, was the furthest here. thing from the issue. We had the blind side on one Until side. The Super Bowl. And who, who was the other guy on the other side? I mean, we had some bad offensive tackles. Mike Rimmers was the other offensive tackle. Mike Rimmers, and then he blew it for the Chiefs again against the Buccaneers, dude. Same exact situation. Yep. If you, if you're in the Super Bowl and your freaking lineman gets hurt, do not start right Mike Rimmers. <laughs> Please do not do start. Do not Mike start Mike Rimmers. We you could have told lose. you that from the Carolinas if you'd have listened. This Panthers football talk is riveting, but we need to move on. That's right. <laughs> We're gonna slip into a break. We gotta get woke up because it was a late night. So we need a little, little a mix of techno and hip hop. How about that? Fair enough. Are we calling this hip hop? Okay, maybe not. 
Nice. Techno, Flo, techno with words. Flow Rider. Yeah, yeah. Flow Rider. I love this song, though. This is great stuff. So back on the other side with things we learn on Scramble Sports Sit Down. Welcome back. Scramble Sports sit down. Quite the morning here at Howard's on Main. We're live. You're live. We're all live. This is interesting. Very nice. Florida in the house, ladies and gents. I like I like I like wild ones, man. It's a good jam. Used to start my day with it. It was good stuff. Things we learned. This has gotten to be one of my absolute favorites. It's so much fun to talk about things we learn. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Oh, you were dying. You're, by the way, you're the only one here without notes, which is crazy, and you don't need them. So, I have to have them. <laughs> Landon triggered me on the way to, the, to uh, 
Woodruff yesterday whenever he said Kobe's overrated because <laughs> he said Kobe's overrated. Yes. Yes. Okay. So he said Kobe Bryant was overrated. Grace, yes. how you feel about Jordan? Is overrated. So I was eight. Jordan's <laughs> last had his ninety-eight, right? So I remember that, but didn't really get to appreciate it. So like Kobe was my generation or my Jordan, so to speak. Um, and I learned that I like that guy even more, and he's even more of a legend even after he's passing. So I watched the Redeem Team movie that came out on Netflix yesterday, and I learned that Kobe Bryant is a savage. Um, so even more so than people give him credit for. There's this scene where they're talking about playing Spain. Have you all seen this clip? No. Yeah. They're talking about playing Spain, and Kobe and Pau Gasol are best friends. They consider them the son's brothers. Pau still calls him his big brother. LeBron and Dwayne Wade are telling the story saying that Kobe knows the first play they're going to run when they play Spain. They're going to set a double screen for a guy in in colorful language. Kobe tells him he's going to run straight directly through Pau Gasol's chest on the first play to set the tone. And he trucks him, and they end up – and LeBron goes, oh, my God. <laughs> Paraphrased. Yeah. We're going to beat the out of Spain. Yeah. And they end up blowing him out. So, makes me makes me like Kobe Bryant even more. And I also got emotional because I miss the Mamba. So, yeah. I do miss the Mamba. He was a good basketball player for sure. Who next? Me. Go. I learned that NFL teams still need to contact Antonio Brown because he is still – more than capable of exposing a D. <laughs> I feel like we just went over the edge all of a sudden. I don't think if we you need know, to you elaborate. Know. Yeah. <laughs> no no elaborations on that one. No if no you know, specific you know. elaboration. Yeah. I don't if you know, you know. Um can I I'll go next. Uh Spencer Strider was right. Um Yeah, he's a prophet. Yeah, back in with July. Uh, against his start against the Mets, he said uh, they seem to be having a lot of lucky oh, luck right now, um, offensively. That's great. It's August. We'll see what that what things are like in October. Talking about the luck of the Mets <laughs> offense, that was back in August. I forgot he said that. And so everybody on social media was clowning Spencer Strider, saying, "Oh, he's such a hater, and you know he's never been the postseason before. What does he know about October baseball?" But it seems. That he's right, and uh, when when the Mets lose, he'll look like a prophet. And when they lose, is game two tonight? Tonight, tonight. Yes. So when they get swept two zero in the wild card series and at home at City Field, yeah, yeah, yeah we're on the mound. Here's my deal. This we'll get into this. But if Scherzer and Degrom lose back to back starts against the Braves, and then lose back to back starts to get swept out of the playoffs, wire. You're not going to hear the end of it, big guy. Whoa. He's already not going to hear the end of it. Yeah. Well, none of, neither of them will be back in New York next year. No. Nah. So. A lot of money you paid to uh, Scherzer to come be the number one. Yeah, yeah, J- yeah DeGrom, I uh, heard he's backing out of his start tonight to start practicing how to do the chop. Got to keep his elbow right. Yeah, he's already looking at houses in Sandy Springs, so we're good. <laughs> hey, come on down. We'll take him. So what I learned is that uh, Jordan Poole and Draymond Green will never be the same. Uh, after that video came <laughs> out, it's pretty clear that uh, Draymond Green uh, should – Take a second career in boxing, possibly after basketball. You totally just stole my thunder. Yeah. My thing I learned was that was going to be. Now I've got to go dig around real quick. Actually, I have a backup. I had a backup, but I, I went with the the Draymond one. He's the illegitimate son of um, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> <laughs> they need to go talk to that school counselor that uh, Gray's kept on referring to yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. What I want to know is why. Look, there's a coach that comes over there, and like the players are trying to break it up. The coach is just watching. 
Like, he never attempts to break the fight up. He must not like Jordan Poole right. either. Y'all tell me what y'all think about this theory. This is the theory I have. Okay, Jordan Poole is – he wants to be like Chef Curry. I mean, he has that same type of personality. He has that same type of game on the court. And I just think it rubs guys the wrong way when a guy like Jordan Poole, he's kind of he came up in the system, but at the same time wants to be Curry, probably has a lot of arrogance to him, mm. probably more so than he should. Um, and I think that can rub guys the wrong way, especially a veteran like Draymond Green. Who's also arrogant. Also, <laughs> And he can't punch Steph Curry, so he no. takes yeah. his aggression out also, on a guy he can. You can't just not punch Steph Curry. You can't punch teammates, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we're not but punching if, teammates. But if you can't, if you were going to punch a teammate, it would be Jordan Poole. But so I feel p- like I read where Not Jordan punch Poole. Wiseman, dude. Or Kuminga. <laughs> not Poole, bro. He, he, dude. <laughs> not, not Poole. You know Poole's not going to react back. No, because oh, yeah. he couldn't. He was stuck. Bro, my back, my backup was Jordan Poole. I learned that Jordan Poole's never been in a fight in his life. Because Shannon Sharp's breakdown on yeah. him was epic. It was, but he did let – he. yeah, you can't fly in my space, dog. No, a guy steps into your airspace, mm-hmm. there's no shoving. No. I mean, I'm not talking Jordan about Poole it. pretty much had, had that one big year last year, had been carrying himself in a way that the veterans didn't really like, and – Draymond's the mouthpiece of that organization. Yeah, that's what he does. That's his role. That's so what I'm saying. Him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying right there. Okay, and you, uh, BK made a good point in our group chat, or was it you or BK? They said Jordan gets praised for punching a guy, but then Draymond gets ridiculed for mm-hmm. it. Social media has blown and escalated yeah. everything. And when also, also, you got to understand that everybody loved Mike already. When he punches a guy, oh man, that's, we need more guys like that. Everybody hates Draymond already. And also, when yeah. he punched him, you got to remember that was when the Bulls, after the Bulls had just lost to the Magic the year before in the playoffs. Yeah. So that was before the seventy-two and ten season. So I'm just going to keep on this whole this whole pool and Draymond thing since we've got two things we learned. Because here's another thing we learned, right? Is that in about seven years, Jordan Poole is going to have an epic comeback season. That's what happened with Geno Smith after he got his jaw broken in the Jets locker room. He got punched really? by a teammate. A he got punched by a teammate? He got punched by a teammate. Yes, and it broke his jaw. It broke his jaw. But Geno Smith was already awful before that. But he's having an epic season now. But that's, that's why I say give Jordan Poole seven or eight years, and he's going to be the, the scoring There's champion. other stories of it going the other way. Like Bobby Portis punched yeah, yeah. Nikola Mirotic, <laughs> and now he yeah. went back to Croatia. He's no longer in the league Yeah, seven years later. yeah, He plays, he plays for Real Madrid, and uh, when his season starts, you can go his over – Three pointers made and prize picks hits every time. Okay. There you what, go. What he said. He's <laughs> still not in the league anymore, though. No, he is not in the league. All right. So th- my backup thing that I learned, though, that was uh, I could talk about my, my dubs all day, but look. So Kyle Schwarber led the National League in home runs, right? His WAR. Do you know what his WAR was? It's like one point three. Yeah. I don't know. A little bit more credit than that. Not much. One point seven. 2.6. Whoa. <laughs> 2.6. Whoa. Who owes who a Coke? That was, that was strange. Uh, it's it's 2.6, which is um, of people with a war under three in history, people with a war under three who also hit 40 or more home runs, he is dead, ass, dead last. Whoa, caught myself. <laughs> caught it. Caught it. Sheesh. He's that too. That too. <laughs> Batting average, lowest in history. On-base percentage, lowest in history. The uh, OPS, lowest in history. Kyle Schwarber may be the worst 40-home run hitter in the history of baseball. 
like, well, he hits a home run or nothing. I mean, like, you could put basically with a war of 2.6, to put this in perspective, you can basically put any freaking buddy else in the game, and you're about the same. He won up. NL Player of the Month in June over Dansby Swanson because he had like 17 home runs in the month. 12 or whatever. How many strikeouts? A lot. That's what I want to know, yeah. How many strikeouts did he have? 270. When I started, you know, I'm not a huge analytics guy. I I like crunching numbers because I think data drives decisions in general in life. Um, I was shocked at how bad Kyle Schwarber's been. And then somehow they kept him in a lineup. And again, Phillies, whatever. Well, he's their leadoff guy. I'm not Dude, sure. He hit 40 why. bombs. How do you take him out of the lineup? Because he's trash. Everything else, it's the four, those are the only 40 good, 40 good moments out of 162 games is not much. And he's a terrible defender, by the way. Yeah. Which they I mean, his batting average was 218, man. It's trash. They don't DH him because there's also two worst defensive outfielders on his own team, and he's already one of the worst in the league. And so he's is he even the worst defensive outfielder on his own team? No, he's he's the no. I'd say Castellanos. Castellanos, and yes. Bryce Harper are probably worse. No, Harper Harper's better than both of them. At he has defense. the he has a good arm. That's well, about Cassianos, it. Castellanos, who was DHing for them this year? Was it Castellanos? No, Harper was because he had Harper, arm. Injury. That's right, because he had an injury. Yeah. yeah. Shocking! It's just shocking to me that you have a two eighteen batting average and are lauded as one of the best. Players and he's, he's not clearly he's not three twenty three on base, bro. Three twenty three. Look, I can't get on I base. Take that him much. out in the lineup, though. Well, they got to replace him. I, I agree with that. There's no one to replace him. The Matt Vierling. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was shocked just to see how bad he was apart from the home runs. That was weird to That's me. That's kind of been Schwarber's mo his entire career, though. He's either going to hit it four hundred fifty foot or strike out. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, look, he's either gonna, yeah hit hit the ball four hundred fifty foot or hit the air four hundred fifty foot, one <laughs> yeah. or the other. I mean, he's one of those guys where he's only good in the leadoff spot. Like if you take him out the leadoff spot, he's not going to hit the home runs for for whatever reason. Graham's watching the Mets Padres on loop. <laughs> All his bombs off Scherzer on it. <laughs> but I, again, like Schwarber, when he was with the Nationals last season before he got traded to the Boston Red Sox, in that first half of the season, they moved him to, to leadoff, and he was hitting leadoff home runs. Like He hit like seven of them in a month and a half span. Did you hear what I said his on-base percentage was? Yeah, I'm saying, but he's only, he's only doing that. Those numbers would be worse if he's not in the, if he's not in the one hole. How do you ha- this is why the Nationals are, are, are trash. Your leadoff hitter has a three twenty three on base. Well, it's the Phillies. Ho- uh, what I what I say? Nationals. I meant Phillies. No, you're right too because yeah. he also had those numbers last year. I've gotten all I've sorts of discombobulated. Why? <laughs> that is interesting though. Like he has to be in the leadoff spot. I mean, there's no other position in the lineup you can put him. He got to be number one, man. But what's the reason? I don't. I don't, I don't know the reasoning. Uh, yeah, when your leadoff guy has like a. T- Bottom ten on base percentage for guys over four hundred plate appearances, and he's not a threat to steal either. <laughs> no. Once he gets on base, by, by the way, two eighteen average and three twenty three on base percentage, good enough for nearly twenty million dollars a year. Because he can hit home runs, he just backspins the ball. That's can, all he does. I can backspin the ball. His his swing is just made for home runs. Little lefty uppercut swing. 
does the Barry Bonds drill where he's uh he goes full stride. So he's he does the Barry Bonds drill where he gets his the arm in the motion around the butt cheek. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> where, <laughs> where he's he's post stride on his, on his uh on his thing and he does the machine and he hits the ball <laughs> and he just hits it straight down to the plate. And so that's how you get the backspin. But also he doesn't know how to hit any other swing. Like that's his only swing. He has no two strike approach. It's just. Let me hit a home run. Well, his two-strike approach seems to be the same as his zero and one-strike approach. Yes. Yeah. And he also has the green light on 3-0, too. You know how many times he's popped up on 3-0 this season that I've watched? We, we need to get into – I guess after, after the postseason's over, we'll have to use a final MLB segment to dive into some of the unwritten rules. I think that'd be fun. That'd be fun. There's a great new podcast, by the way. Ron Darling and uh, Jimmy Rollins are doing it called Unwritten, where they talk about this. It's really cool stuff, man. What I've always wanted to know is how do you write an unwritten rule? So how do you make new unwritten rules? Who decides that? Are there new ones? No. I think that's they're the, mostly, the go- question, they're mostly though, can, going away. Can you make new ones at this point? I don't, I don't know that you can at this point. I think it's just it's, it's, it's become too big to make new ones. Most of it has to do with respect of the other team. Respecting the game, respecting the other team, not showing up your opponent. But if some of that stuff gets out of that of respect, or just hitting a home run and running to first, not celebrating, then you're out of line. And then it depends on the, the bat flip. So the bat flip too. The bat flip is definitely. But it, it depends on the height of it too, right? No. It probably, yeah. If it you don't want to get bat flipped on, don't don't let the hitter take you yard. Thank you. Don't don't throw did the meatball. Oh, did y'all on the topic of unwritten rules? Did y'all see the podcast that Jake Arrieta is on? It's like. Where the uh, I forget what it's called, but yes, yeah, yes, and the other dude was complaining about yes, when he the was complaining. He was saying it was Bush League. Whenever the Braves have make a pitch or when an opposing team makes a pitching change and they black out Truist Park and they do the Tomahawk Trophy, he said that's Bush League. And Jake Arrieta said I liked it as a opposing pitcher, and he said, and if you don't want to get the lights turned out on you, pitch better. better. <laughs> <laughs> I love but it. Yeah, I don't see why pitchers are so salt when it comes to that type of stuff. I mean, nobody's stopping a pitcher from screaming whenever they strike somebody out. I but mean, they only just, they only play once at, once a week, man. That's why they're so soft. If you don't want to get bat flipped on, don't get taken yard. I agree. I like all that stuff personally. Just don't get taken yard. We got more baseball talk coming up. Quick break on the other side. We're going to talk MLB playoffs here on the Scramble Sports. Sit down.
Welcome back. Scramble Sports sit down. Hanging out at Howard's on Main, eating some breakfast. Got some good bacon. I mean some good bacon. Got some really good sausage today, too. I think. Anyway. Time to talk a little playoff baseball. Sausage egg and cheese croissant is my favorite thing here. Things delicious. Sausage on point. It is the sausage, especially. It's, it's the yeah. Corley sausage, of course. Yeah. Howard being Howard Corley. Mm-hmm. Landon got to meet Howard this morning. Howard's one of my favorite people. Howard's a legend. Yeah. The Howard. You never know if you just met him on the street, he'd accomplish all he's accomplished, and he is who he is. Yeah, or even just, yeah, you never know. You just, I just respect that about people like him. Yeah, I do too. I love Howard. I had the special with the uh, three pancakes and the uh, and the bacon and the fruit on the side. Fantastic. Yeah. The fruit is a staple at Howard's. For sure. Playoff baseball. I'm going to run down the scores really fast. Just really quick, and then we'll start digging into the games. We've already talked a little bit about it. Um, so Padres take it to the Mets 7-1 to one in the National League. Other games in the National League. The Phillies beat the Cardinals, surprisingly, as well. So both the road teams come up with wins in the National League. And then you got the Mariners blanking the Blue Jays 4 to nothing in the American League. And the Guardians, the sole home team to win a baseball game. And I didn't even know they were in the playoffs, man. I mean, not, not seriously, but, but I really did not know. <laughs> did not give them a chance. That's the, probably the, maybe one of the worst divisions in baseball. Yeah, the uh, AL Central. Our yeah. first postseason win since Rick Wild Thing Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's a heck of a pitcher, by the way. Once he had his glasses, man, he couldn't be touched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the Rays are pitching Tyler Glasnow, who has made two starts this season, uh, but has been injured with Tommy John. He injured himself in the middle of last year, and uh, he's just came back in the last couple of months. He's only made two starts, but again, those starts were three innings, and then the next one was four innings. Um, so I'm not sure what the Rays are going to do with uh, with Glasnow. Are they going to let him just go out and, and pitch a, a regular game? Is he going to be on a pitch count? I mean, this is an elimination game for Tampa Bay. Glasnow is their best pitcher. Uh, I wonder how much of a leash he's going to be on. Kevin Cash has always been a little questionable with his pitching decisions. I don't know if you guys remember uh, back in the 2020 World Series, Blake Snell, uh, I, it was game six, I'm pretty sure, of the elimination game again, yeah. and he was absolutely killing it out there. He, he might have made – he, he might have Yeah, like six uh, innings with like three hits and one earned. Yes, and, yeah, he gave up like, and he gave up like a hit or a walk or something, and Kevin Cash pulls him. And he only had like not a lot of pitches 80, either. 80-something. Yes, it, it absolutely like yeah. dealing – and he just pulls them, so I don't. I'm not really sure what he's thinking, but I am excited to see what Glasnow can do tonight. And Glasnow is a phenomenal pitcher because he just hasn't been healthy. We haven't seen him this uh, season. He was uh, in the Cy Young candidacy last year before he uh, had to go with Tommy John surgery. But I mean, he's like six six. He's very lanky, long arms. He pitches close to the plate. Uh, the metrics say that you know when he releases the ball, he's the closest to the plate than any other pitcher. So the batters have less reaction time. Uh, but again, great pitcher. We all know that. How long can he go? Because he, he's pitched seven innings this year. He also pitches strictly from the stretch too, he does. as yeah. a starter, which is that's odd. Very yeah, 
very uncommon. You don't you see relievers do that all the time, but never starters, man. Yeah. The only uh, he throw he throws a hundred. He's kind of like Strider in, in a fact that uh, different style of pitching. Um, well, mechanic wise, he throws a great curveball. He does. He th- he has a, he has a really nasty curveball, but that one uh, that one hundred one hundred and one fastball is always sitting up there, and it's it's tough to hit. Uh, but the Guardians. Uh, themselves have a great pitching staff. They're pitching one of my favorite pitchers, Trisha McKenzie, um, who is a strikeout machine, ground ball pitcher as well uh, when he needs to be. And they got a great infield defense behind him. So if he can be uh, on the ball tonight and uh, get get some ground balls so his uh, his defense can take care of the rest, it's going to be tough for Tampa Bay because they have to hit home runs against Trisha McKenzie. And when you're playing in Cleveland, not uh, not one of the easiest things to do, especially – uh, down in left field if you're a right-handed batter. Let's stay in the ALs, slip over to the Mariners and Blue Jays game. Both uh, Suarez and Raleigh, a couple RBIs each for uh, the Rays. Uh, not the Rays, the Mariners. <laughs> I'm still talking about the Rays. Luis Castillo tosses another gem, seven and a third, six hits, no runs, man. That's a, another great outing for him. I'm excited to see. I, you know, I, I was – Probably my biggest baseball fandom when when the kid was playing for Seattle. That was the, the last time they had a playoff appearance was two thousand one. Is that correct? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. Julio yeah. early two thousands. Julio Rodriguez is one of the most exciting players in baseball. He's fun to watch. Um, he put on a show in the home run derby. Fun to watch and regular action went one for three last one night. One for three, couple two of runs, runs scored yeah. at the top of that lineup. I mean, that's the type. I was watching a, I forget what show it was, but they were just talking about how electric. Back whenever in the, the late 90s, early 2000s, that fan base was when they were actually good and they'd just been starving for another winner. So yeah. that, that's a fun atmosphere to, to watch. Julio Rodriguez was one year old uh, last time the Mariners yeah. made the playoffs. Now he's 21 and uh, he's their star player. So that's very interesting with that. But there's only uh, three players on the Mariners, J.P. Crawford, Jared Kelnick, and uh, Carlos Santana that did not have a hit. So everybody else got in on the action. So the Mariners, when their offense is rolling, they're, I mean, one of the best offenses for sure. But that pitching staff uh, of what they have is definitely uh, one of the most underrated facets of their game. Looks they like got a bunch of young guys coming yes. up too, like yeah. Logan Gilbert, uh, yeah. Matt Brash, uh, Emerson Hancock. They've yeah. got plenty of guys and ready to go. Gilbert has been one of the best pitchers the last two months of the season. I think he has uh, like a one and a half ERA in his last eight starts. He also had a very very strong start to the season yeah, too. Yeah, he did. So uh, he's he's one of those guys that you gotta look out for because they just have nothing on their pitching staff other than Luis Castillo is like wow. It's yeah. it's you, you're not looking at him saying uh, you're he's incredible, but they're all dangerous and they're all innings eaters where they can go seven innings no problem. And that's why if if the Mariners uh, get past this wild card round. They could go uh, ALCS uh, for sure because uh, they're going to be tough to beat. Looks like the Blue Jays are going to throw Gossman. Yes, today Gossman a righty, and he's uh, he's done well against the Mariners uh, in, in his career. Gossman used to pitch with the Braves. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and uh, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a tough matchup. I actually like uh, Gossman to shove in this game. It's a must win. He's been one of their better pitchers all season long. He's been one of the best pitchers in the American League. 
Um, so that's that's one thing is an elimination game. You got to put your your studs out there. That's what Gossman's got to have to do for the Blue Jays. Win or go home. It'd be a little hard to do worse than Manoa did last yeah. night. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he gave up three in the first. That was his first time giving up any runs in the first inning this whole season. Yeah, in pregame he said uh, pressure is what you uh, what you put in your tires, and then proceeds to give up three in the first inning. Mm. Those must be some big tires. <laughs> uh, looks like it's going to be Robbie Ray. Yeah. For uh, the Blue Jays. No, for the uh, for the Mariners. Mariners, I mean. He's absolutely crucial yes. here. Uh, so, Robbie Ray was on the Blue Jays last season, won the AL Cy Young. So, uh, bit of an underwhelming season yes. this year. Yeah, 12 and 12, 371 ERA. Which the 371 isn't, I mean. But again, he's he's used to pitching in that park right. uh, down in, in Toronto. So, that could be another uh, facet of the game that we're not really talking about. But, uh, playoff atmosphere. Uh, for the Blue Jays, is one of the best. So they need that home crowd to really uh, come for them. Yeah, money line, Toronto minus 160, Seattle plus 135 yeah. on that game. All right, National League. Boy, this is going to be fun, isn't it? <laughs> what we've all been waiting for. We're going to save the best for last because that's what we should do, I think. Let's first talk about um, the Phillies-Cardinals game. Let's get into that one. Phillies go on the road, upset the Cardinals, which is interesting. Yes. Schwarber 0 for 4. Correct. It did, did drive in a run. As a Braves fan, I want no part of the Cardinals in the playoffs. Doesn't look like you're going to get part of them. Well, I'm just saying, that they I, they just – crazy, stupid crap happens when the Braves have played the Cardinals yes, in the yes. playoffs. Recent the Cardinals Joker. always pull – just – it doesn't matter if it's playing the Braves or not. They always pull all stupid, crazy yeah. crap, dude. It's I mean, did they just play off baseballs in their DNA? They always is. win in October. They're very, they always make a run, regardless of who's on the roster. It's always Molina, Pujols, Wainwright at the center of it. I don't want to be a part of their swan song. I hope the Phillies finish them off. If you remember a few years ago, the infield fly that was yeah. the phantom infield fly that some yeah. way. But I mean, I, I just want the Phillies. The one time I'm going to pull for the Phillies is tonight. I'd much rather play the Phillies than the Cardinals because I'd much rather have beaten the Phillies to get the World Series than the Cardinals, I think. Yeah, and uh, they got they got kind of lucky last night that uh, Helsley did not pitch well at all. He did kind of uh, lay an egg. Gave up, gave up four earned runs there in that ninth inning. Um, they ended up scoring one run in the uh, in the bottom of the ninth, but they lost 6-3. to three. But, again, the Phillies had uh, six runs on five hits. It's just something that's not sustainable, the amount of runs they're going to have. So they're actually going to have to play good baseball in, over the course of these uh, next game or another game after that if needed because uh, they're going to have to play better because, like, Reese Hoskins was over 5. Bryce Harper did not have a hit, but he did have he did have a base on balls. Nick Castellano did not have a hit. Alec Bob only had one who's been their their glue guy last couple uh, last couple months. Uh, and, like, Bryson Stott didn't have a hit, but he had two walks. I mean, they're going to have to – uh, really break out of their shell here offensively because Aaron Nola has been hit or miss. We've seen him against the Braves be absolutely dominant, and he's also laid an egg a couple times. So we don't know which Aaron Nola we're going to get. And he pitched. He had like a no-hitter going into the sixth inning against Houston uh, last time out. Is there some fatigue? He threw like 108 pitches. Uh, that's another thing, and that was five days ago. So I think uh, – it's a lot of question marks for the Phillies because they need to show in this game because I don't think they can get – I wouldn't say lucky, but they're not going to have the opportunity uh, like they had yesterday. It's a matchup of a couple of 13-game losers. 
Matter of fact, these guys are eerily similar, Nola and Nicholas. 11 and 13 for Nola with a 325 ERA. Michaelis. Michaelis, sorry. Yeah. Is 12 and 13 with a 329 ERA. Yeah, Michaelis has one of the snappiest curveballs. Uh, Michaelis just looks goofy to me. Yeah, dude. like like his 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 stuff moves in a way that not many pitchers move their stuff. Just be the way his his hands are. Yeah, he's a. Sarah think Battle is goofy to me. <laughs> he's just a total goofball. Yeah. All right, so. Card. I mean, I'm all disc. I'm so tired this morning, man. I did not sleep well. The Padres hammer the Mets at City Field seven to one. Yeah. Mets suck. Should we call? Should we call Wire? Should we give him a day off? Dude, the second consecutive game never gets a day off. Scherzer gets shelled. Yeah, got to be very alarming for five minutes left of hate of clock. Call Wire. <laughs> <laughs> It's been it's been uh, the leadoff hitters who've determined all the games, whether good or bad. It seems like, yeah. and no different uh, as Profar goes two for three, drove in three runs. Josh Bell drove in a couple. Had a big night there for. I think we didn't we have some audio. Yeah, I believe I believe we do have some audio. If we want to play that, yeah, let's, let's we, see if we can. audio is always fun, except unless it's audio Mac because nobody likes Jacoby Brissett. I yeah. guess. Jacoby Brissett is the reason I have an egg on my head at the end of the season, which we're not too fond about. It'll help your it'll help your flowing locks. Eggs are good for your hair, allegedly. Yeah, that's what my mom said. I'm not sure if I believe. Can we get some gas on seven yeah. eight? Yeah. So this is the um, Padres radio call of the uh, home runs from Profar Pro Machado. Switch hitter, left handed, swings at the first pitch. It's a missile out towards the right field corner. Marte goes back, looks up. It's a home run. Just got it over the fence down the right field line. Three run home run. Jurickson Profar, the Padres' third of the night against Scherzer, and it's six to nothing. San Diego in the fifth. First pitch swinging, Manny rips one to left field. Canna going back, turning around, watching it go. A line drive home run for Manny Machado. That thing got out of here. Do you like hear the booze? And the fourth home run of the night Are for the Padres puts yeah, them in front. What it sounds like. Fantastic. Yeah, there's a uh, – we can show another video of when they took Max Scherzer out. I don't think we actually can show the video. Well, I can, we can play the audio. We can certainly play the audio. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. You ready? Let's see. There's no booze here. This is, this is clickbait. It says Max Scherzer getting booed off the mound and never does. So. Uh, what I'm trying to figure out is, is why my son is over here watching Kansas City beat the Mets <laughs> in the 12th inning of a game that of the World Series. 2015, game five to be exact. Yeah. I'm enjoying my time. I'm, listen. <laughs> to, to, to hear, you got to go back to 2015 to, <laughs> to enjoy the Mets hate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah there's always. That's the last time they were in the playoffs, the, dude. They were in the World Series. Oh, yeah. Same. You know, so, what, you you know what I meant, dude. Is that one of your top five? Oh, on the first pitch. Oh, oh. You have no Sandy idea how proud I am. Attacking Max Scherzer. On that first pitch. Oh, we gotta go back. Big time, four for eight. With a double, two home runs. Whoa. Uh oh. And I got a text message. Wires Mets, uh, <laughs> what <laughs> happened? Uh? <laughs> you see, what had happened was. 
I thought you had best pitchers in National League. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you have no idea. I don't, as, I as don't a, think people understand. <laughs> if you know, you know, yes. man. If you know, you know. I, I don't. I, there's and you'll 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 get this eventually. I, I feel sure. Uh, but like you talk about proud proud dad moments. To hear your son talk about games when he was not really. Or should, most kids aren't normally actively involved in sports. To hear him reference it off the cuff, the 2015 World Series, because he just knew. Proud dad moment, man. Oh, I've already experienced that. Coach K's last game at Duke, Riggins was screaming, ha ha, you lose. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that wraps up baseball. On the other side, we're going to talk some NFL. I, ho- I hear we have some prize pick locks. Correct? I have two. Okay, I'm not plenty. sure. Well mine's, well, mine's not for the NFL, though. Mine's college. That's fine. Just put it yeah, in prize. Mine's, mine's not NFL. We're going to slide the prize picks in at the end of the NFL segment. Okay. So okay. No biggie. We're going to talk some NFL. We'll, we've got our survivor games to pick, which I totally didn't think. I did think about my, my uh, top five power rankings, kind of. Anyway, we'll get to all that and lots more when we get back here. Uh, oh, hey, hey, hey. On yes. the other side of the break. Once we once we uh, get re technically, we got we got to figure out a better system at some point. Maybe <laughs> we'll act like we actually know what we're doing at some point. I don't I don't know that that's accurate, but you know whatever. All right, let's see here. Let's see here. Oh, uh, let's go. Yeah, you can't go wrong here, right? Can't ever go wrong here, right? Turn my swag on. We get that one too. We'll get that one next. We'll get that one next. through the phone. <laughs> I love it. All right, so back on the other side with some NFL talk here on the Scramble Sports Sit Down. Superman, that all I want me you. Crank that song, now I mean you. Crank that song, now I mean you. 
crank that soul. Now why me? You crank that soul. Now what? Soldier boy, I been it. Oh. Why me crank it? Why me roll? Why me crank that soldier boy? The Superman. This is my language. I remember being in a dance and, and going crazy at this song before before he became. It's funny because I, I actually met Vanilla Ice twice. Both times is Robbie Van Winkle. Hold on. Let me get everybody on. I forgot. Okay, yes. You met Vanilla Ice? Yeah. Actually, um, I actually did a guest spot on his show. Really? On his uh, house flipping show. Hmm. Little, I called in. But uh, we, we chat a little because so so turns out he's a he was a big motocross guy as a kid. He's big. He's into racing, amateur racer. And I had a guy named Wes Kane was on my motocross show when I had the uh, motocross mayhem radio show mm-hmm. back circa 2010, 11, 12. And um, so I had Wes on, and I let him shout out the show. Yeah. I didn't think nothing of it. You said, hey, man, can I shout out? Yeah, please, tell us where to watch it, where we can find you, all that stuff. I don't care. Uh, apparently, he had been told no a couple of times by some folks, and so he was super stoked that uh, I let him shout it out. So he said, hey, man, I, you know, I, I, you, ought to, you ought to check it out sometime, man. So, yeah. And then, I, and then I, when we were at Loretta's in 2011, got to meet him, hang out with him a little bit back in the day. Ryan Villapoto. Back in the day, nobody really. We met did. Vanilla Ice. You did, and I did. Okay, I was going to say I don't remember that. Uh, no, that was when I was up at the Amsoil truck doing stuff. 
He came by there. James Stewart. You met okay. James Stewart. I've, I've seen met, a picture I've of met James Stewart playing plenty with of times. James Stewart, yeah. like when you were real little. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, made his made his uh, reality TV show, Bubba's World. Landon did. Crazy stuff, man. For like a second. Yeah. It's all right. You're on reality TV. You're a star now, baby. First TV appearance. I was a star as soon as I came out the womb. Oh. <laughs> He's got his daddy's modesty, too, doesn't he? <laughs> All right, let's jump into some NFL since I just wasted five minutes talking about Vanilla Ice. I have all sorts of weird, interesting stories like that, and I'm happy to share. Since, you know, salute to Thurman, 6-3 last night. Not to be outdone, the Colts and Broncos played worse, 12-9. <laughs> uh, it's going to be an interesting week. There's a lot, of, a lot of good games this week, a lot of intriguing games this week. I particularly want to see how Kenny Pickett does against the Pills. I think it'd be a long day. I, it might be time to trade Najee. For maybe, me. yeah. It might be time. I thought you meant that it's time for the Steelers to trade him. No, but in fantasy, possibly. Yeah, no, no. It's not time for the Steelers yet. Yeah. The Steelers need to get some <laughs> offensive linemen. They'll be fine. Yeah, that, that's their issue. That they're they're averaging a league worst yards per tote uh, overall as an offense. They're offensively are not good. That's why I worry about Kenny tomorrow. Um, if he doesn't have a running game. Von Miller on that side, a lot of pass rushers for the Bills. He's they're going to get after him. Bengals, but, Ravens, another big one today. Yeah, that one actually. The Ravens, I almost put them in my top five. They've had some weird losses this year. They've only been down in games. I think a total of nine minutes. Yeah, that, that defense in the end at the end of games is bad though. Yeah, it's and bad. also their their play calling and some of their coaching decisions have been bad at the end of games yeah, oh, as well. And then when you, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. John Harbaugh going for it on that fourth down. He should have kicked that field goal. I, I get what yeah. he was saying, but you, you take the points there, man. Yeah. You just take the points. Especially in a weather game, too. Although, you know, early in the year they killed him for taking the points and not trusting his MVP quarterback. You know, it, it's, it's a feel thing. We're going to talk about that later on with the Vikings last night. It's a feeling, and it's not just based on solely on analytics. It's also feel of the game. I agree with that. Yeah, and that's where coaching comes into play. Yeah, that, that's the difference in, in – and, you know, of course, when Billy Bean did it with the A's, everybody kind of bought into this numbers thing, and they buy into – like at PC, they don't punt. They just don't punt over at Presbyterian. Right. No, nah, he quit that after, like, the fourth game. Oh, did he? <laughs> okay, well, they weren't punting. He's, because analytics. Like, was he not like a high school coach and then like it worked and so he came to PC? That's the same guy. They're non-scholarship over there, so it's not yeah, a but I'm saying huge the, step the above high school. The coach that brought that over was like – Yeah, he was a high school coach. a high school coach. and became very successful at that and got hired at PC to try to bring the same philosophy. The difference in playmakers from the high school level to any college level – Is so significant, man. So significant. Can't be, cannot be understated. I right. will say this. I want to go back to that Broncos okay, game sorry, one more time. All right. um, you go back into analytics and a, a feeling. I love the quote Peyton Manning had. It was probably about a year ago, and he was talking about sometimes on offensive drives, you are thankful that you get to kick a field goal. I mean, not every drive you have to go for it on fourth down, and the, mm -hmm. the Broncos right there into the game, they have two fourth down opportunities in the red zone. If they run the ball, and even if they don't get it, if they kick field goals, they're going to win the game. Uh, them going for it, analytics may say that you do that, but that situation, that type of game, the type of game it was, they should have kicked field goals and and just gone with the gut feeling instead of going with the analytics. Speaking of the feeling thing, 
we, we, it's a, that's a game between two quarterbacks who are washed, I think. At, yeah. Uh, but here's what I'll read you the stat If any game Pippen deserved to be a tie, it was that one. <laughs> it was that Neither career, team yeah. des- deserved to win that well, look, game. Pippen but, and Jordan back in 2012, their yeah. last game together. Yeah. yeah. So let me just give you this. Uh, this is kind of crazy stat lines here. You tell me, you know, who you think, whose stat line you think I'm reading. 26 for 41, 251 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. That was – what was the yardage again? 251. That's going to that give it away. That was Matt Ryan. That's Matt yeah. Ryan. Okay, but let's listen to Russ's. 21 for 39, 274 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. Basically the same. Basically the same. If any game deserved to be a tie, it was that one. Go look at Mike Boone's stats real quick. I had him in fantasy. Seven for 38. Go look at his receiving. He caught one pass, I think, didn't he? No, three. Three for 47, so not bad. Not a bad day. About 100 yards total, right? No, a little bit less. That's still, still a solid day, 80 yards and three catches, man. That's KJ Hamler should have a touchdown right there. Yeah. But he doesn't because <laughs> <laughs> a Broncos country road. <laughs> and he tested Gilmore. Do not test Gilmore ever. Yeah, I, I like Gilly Lock. Dude, I mean, I, I, I just had a hard problem. Like, dude, my grandma with a freaking towel wrapped around her eyes could have made that throw, dude. (laughs) Why try to fit it into Sutton when he's guarded by, when he's being covered by one of the most best experienced corners in the AFC? Look at the when film. you have Hamler wide open, I, I just it doesn't make a, sense to me. He predetermined before he look threw the, the ball film. that he was going to throw to Sutton. He, he never did. even looked to the other side of the never field. Never looked away from Cortland yeah. Sutton. He didn't even look anybody off. No, nope. So he pulled a key. He pulled a key. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know you expect that out of a sophomore in high school, not out of a, <laughs> yeah. a wily veteran in the NFL. He's never played quarterback before. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is first year. Like, you expect that out of key, right? But you don't expect that. We're talking about Russell Wilson. Exactly. Yeah. He shouldn't be making that play. Seahawks fleece. Yeah, so let's get into our, our top Gino. five. At least last few. They minutes. they wrote him off, but he didn't write it back. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't write back. <laughs> All right, Matt. Let's just go. Let's just skip the, the power rankings. Anyway. <laughs> we're 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 we're, we're going to try. We're, the goal is to stay on time today. Yeah. So let's get to because we want, I want to get some prize picks in in this segment. Um, let's first get into our survivor picks. Yes, I All right. have a survivor pick. All right, my survivor pick this week. We're skipping power rankings? For the moment. Okay. I'm going to take in this, the Lions over the Patriots. I'm going the opposite way, so I'm going the Patriots over the Lions. Oh, someone get somebody, an egg. Someone get somebody an egg. Somebody get <laughs> I don't know who, but somebody get Yeah. Egged. I'm going the 49ers over the Panthers. I, th- <laughs> I thought about that game, but the 49ers, they've got a really good team. They're going to be possibly playing into the postseason. I'm going to yeah. stay away from that game. That's, what, that's why yeah. I, ba- I shot away because I've already burned one yeah. NFC playoff team. Use this. I have a great one right here. But that's a lock, though. 49ers are going to destroy <laughs> yeah. the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. that's a lock. You're, you, you're not getting an egg today. <laughs> I mean, I, I just didn't look at it. I was like, I'm going to go with a lock. I don't think the Panthers win this one. So. No. <laughs> I have uh, the Seattle Seahawks over the New Orleans Saints. That's what I looked at. Also, yeah. Is it in the the Superdome? Yeah, it okay. is. Still, Saints are are terrible, and they don't have their first round draft pick. Have you seen the Seahawks? Would you see Gino? Def- their defense Gino's is bad, coming up, but their they're, offense is he ain't right back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on! I turned Jeff's eyes. There we go. How about we make this interesting? I'm gonna go the Saints over the Seahawks. Oh, oh. 
It's double egg day. Everybody's going to egg except for Lethko. <laughs> That's right. You're not. You're, you're not. Fresh. You're free. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. The, the rest of us are going to be on the edge of our seats <laughs> tomorrow. I'm already two eggs into this thing. I'm going to get us a, an updated spreadsheet. Are you? I'm one egg. He's single-egged. Egg. Yeah. How many eggs? One. One. Single-egged. I'm, I'm double-egged. So... How many are you? You're one. So I, you're the I'm, the, I'm the egg. I'm the egg master. So at least somebody's getting an egg. You freaking egghead. <laughs> <laughs> These are living cells. I gotta feed them, bro. <laughs> All right, prize picks. This is if you're not familiar, prize picks a way to do some prop betting. Yeah, we're trying to get a sponsorship here, so this is our pitch too. Yeah. You could also win some money. You could also, yeah. I mean, this is look. I've watched the you, Graham and, and Landon have been going at this thing. And I've watched them like turn some cash. Like Landon, about a week and a half has turned like five hundred bucks. So look, so I, this started how much? Five eighty. I'm sorry, five eighty. So explain basically what Pirate Picks is, guys, before so y'all hop you into have, it. So from my what I got it, what this I, is not sports betting, no, by right? The way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When I first when I first it. heard about Prize Picks, I was work. I was and this doing is my not gambling for, advice for shaking the Southland. <laughs> And they have a deal with Prize Picks, and so you give you know, their basketball season. When I wrote for them, you would do this little promotion thing for Prize Picks, and I started doing some research. But um, yeah, Landon, Landon's got into it, so I thought it'd be good to bring it over to this show. So explain so what we do here to. in Prize Picks. What we're going to do? If I so have it, Prize Picks, all, what am I doing? It's all player prop betting. So you're never going to pick a, a, a line of a game, uh, like for example. Eagles pl- uh, plus six and a half, right. whatever. Or but we might get Jalen Hurts over yes. under two hundred fifty passing, passing yards. Passing yards, interceptions, recept- uh, passing attempts, passing completions, uh, rush touchdowns, all of that. Um, it's all over under. All, yes. So all how many picks do you have to make? Okay. At least two. At least two. At least two. Okay. Two to five. Two so on any game or any player in the association or the league. Yes. Any, th- any, ga- any, any, you could pick any two things. Okay, gotcha. So, I, like, uh, Landon uh, you, has, you, you could pick, you, you could pick freaking uh, oh, a guy from F one, and then you could pick Joe Musgrove and put them in the same play. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, like, uh, if you if you do two two players in a, a power play, it's plus two hundred odds. Yes. And then three is plus four hundred, and then on and on. Uh, you could also do flex plays, yep. where you could either do uh, two out of three hit or. Three out of four, or four out of five, and you still get some money. Some money, but as you opposed have, to the big money. But you have to say that you're doing a flex before right. you place whatever you're going to do. Right. So that's that's another that's another thing that you got to look for. Um, Landon, do you have some of what you've done? Are you are you doing MLB today, or are you doing are you sticking uh, with NBA call, preseason? Oh, uh, <laughs> I had the NBA preseason yesterday, and. Don't joke. I made four hundred bucks off the NBA preseason in three days. Look, NBA preseason. That's you, you. I feel like if you're doing NBA preseason, you got to watch every coach's press conference and listen to say how long they're going to play their starters. So, what picks well, did you do last night? Let's on talk NBA about preseason. last night. You had a whole, you had a whole bunch of them. So let's yeah. talk about right, last well, night. Well, I won a hundred bucks last night. So I had Sam Hauser, uh, less than twelve and a half points forward for the Celtics, and he ended up scoring nine. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. More than ten and a half points, he scored twenty. Uh, I had Max Struess under nine and a half. He didn't play. When they didn't play, it just turns into a four pick yeah. play. So, yeah, or if there's uh, a push, yeah. So, so, uh, so you don't lose know. on the push, which is good. Uh, I had Brandon right. Clark under nine and a half points. He scored nine. That's a sweat. That's a sweat for sure. I I, I was sweating that one during the Emerald game, man. And I had Jackson Hayes under nine and a half, and he scored two. So I won 100 on that last night. 
Um, I only won thirty dollars the night before that because Anyeko Kongu decided to score eleven points. <laughs> Who? Uh, Big O, exactly. guy from Atlanta, right? Yep, the Hawks. Yes. Yeah, the Hawks. He was a uh, Lamelo and Leandro. He was all the Ball Brothers teammate in high school. He was that center. He, Best on the, the best center that nobody talked about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So that's pretty. That's oh, pretty. Uh, but I, I want a hundred. I want another hundred bucks from Darius Garland, Furk and Corkmaz, LeBron James, and Shout Tyrese Maxey. Shout out Furkan. But I had him less than nine and a half. He scored <laughs> four. But Anthony Davis wanted to be soft and have freaking glass bones. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Degrom, um, <laughs> and not play. So only one hundred. But then I won two hundred because. Anthony Edwards, Max Struess, Demar Derozan, R.J. Barrett, and Harrow of Tyler, and I'm him. So, so, so let's talk about some locks here because we got about sixty seconds. Okay. Uh, yesterday, my lock was uh, Max Scherzer un- under thirty-seven and a half fantasy scored. He got five. So shout out to that. Today, Kevin Gaussman innings one, two, and three over three strikeouts. He's going to come out with a bang, must-win game. He's a strikeout pitcher. I think he can get four strikeouts in the first three innings. Uh, other one, Aaron Nola, under five and a half. I think four or five is going to be good for Aaron Nola. Strikeouts. Yeah, strikeouts. Uh, Cardinals are going to be looking to push some good ABs. Elimination game, they're going to be fouling off a lot of pitches, putting a lot of balls in play because their backs are against the wall. So I like under five and a half for Nola. And then projected hitter fantasy score. So there are a lot of fantasy scores in here. You can go to ESPN and do their fantasy baseball. It's the same scoring format uh, as ESPN fantasy baseball. So under four hitting uh, score for Mitch Hanniger. So I'm basically saying Mitch Hanniger is not going to reach base today. Or if he draws a walk, he gets two points. So if he is 0 for 4 with a walk, you still hit the under here. So I like under four for uh, Mitch Hanniger fantasy score. Yikes. Uh, my locks for today are coming from college football. So my first one today is Anthony Richardson, more than .5 rushing touchdown. He's playing against a lackluster Missouri team that did have a fluke game against Georgia last week. But you know how Anthony, you know how dangerous A-Rich is on the ground. So I believe that's going to happen. And Jeff Sims, a Georgia Tech quarterback, over 40.5 rushing yards. It's a Georgia Tech offense. You know the quarterback's going to get the ball to rush a lot. So – I'm very confident that happened. Also, J.J. McCarthy today playing not a not very good Indiana team, more than 224.5 passing yards. Yep. Let's uh, make some money. Another one, Donovan Smith, Texas Tech, uh, under 315 uh, passing yards is one I was looking at. It probably, it's probably bumped by now because it was too good to be true last night, so I doubt it's going to be uh, 315 for, uh, for Donovan. That's the prize picks. So you got some. You got what? Three MLB, three college three, football. That's all you need. Well, technically four, cause four and four college football. I'm locking Boom. them in now. Make some money. Make do it. Go set you up an account. Got to have an ID. All that good stuff. Yep. You know, the good stuff. That was fun. That's why I got. You guys said you wanted it. <laughs> You said That's you wanted right. it. I gave it to you. Yeah. All right. Get money. I think we need some go to. Carolina Clemson and the college football reset coming up on the other side here on the Scramble Sports Sit Down.
All right, welcome back. I have no idea what song this is, by the way. Throw some. So it's Rich Boy. Is it E for Everybody? Is this E for Everybody? Negative. Who is a Rich Boy? I don't know. It came up randomly. It's probably in your Soldier Boy remix. I just typed in Swag. Speaking of remixes, though, man. Oh, God. Shout out to my boy Scientist, who's going to come up with us a little scratchy, scratchy, cut, cut for our intros and stuff. Nice. He's the, by the way, scientist. Yes. Is the DJ for the Yin Yang Twins of hip hop fame, of global hip hop. Matter of like, fact, well, let's turn that song up one more time. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that song. But it's not E for everyone, though. But yeah, I like it. No, this isn't yeah. E for everyone. It's not E for everyone. I don't yeah. Think. This might be the version that's. Not even everybody. This Correct. is. Yeah, I'm on well, a clean list. People. Think oh, it is clean. I'm okay. on a clean list. Yeah. Gotcha. So gotcha. Okay. I'm trusting that it's labeled clean. That it is clean. Can we tell them the backstory e for everybody? Because I think people are getting mixed. Please yeah. share the backstory because it's it's incredibly embarrassing to me. So I'm sure so that's the, why you want to tell it. Yeah. The e for explicit song <laughs> uh, is what it stands for. But we have Mr. Brick Brains over here that thought it was uh, <laughs> e for everybody. Did you just call me Brick Brains. Brick Brains. <laughs> <laughs> New nickname. Uh, yeah, so the E is not 
mean for everybody. It means the opposite, actually. Uh, Bro thought we were at GameStop. (laughs) 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 Exactly. Uh, So, yeah, so you do not want an E for everybody. I'm locking my picks in right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. He is actually, yeah. on actually on prize picks right now. Locking, locking your picks in. in. Yeah. Look, if if he loses today, he's on y'all's hands. Oh, I am on y'all for sure. Hey, don't get mad at me. Hate the game. <laughs> don't hate the player. Hate the. How about you blame Jeff Sims for not getting 41 <laughs> rushing yards? <laughs> <instead of laughs> me? I mean, there like there's some guys like Graham Burtz. His his over under rushing yards is like negative two and a half. Yeah, and like yeah, <laughs> like, dude, like, like you got to be fat enough to fall forward for three at one point. <laughs> 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 Let's get into some college football. <laughs> that, that is E for everyone, uh, regardless of where you are. Graves, don't hate me, bro. Don't hate me. Okay, he's looking at sitting on about eleven hundred. Yeah, I'm only on twenty five <laughs> right now. Yeah, I will be I on got, something today. I got a ways to go. Trust me, <laughs> I'm gonna be on something today because I, I like I like to buy fancy bags. This looks like a fancy bag ATM right here, at least in my estimation. Better than the patches, even maybe. I saw some patches here and there, like morale patches. True. You just sell a boatload of them, man. Didn't I? Yes. Boatload of patches, man. I got tired of stuffing envelopes, though, man. It's rough work. South Carolina goes to Lexington, Kentucky today. A Kentucky team looks a Kentucky team is looking to bounce back after the loss last week. They got a little bit of full of themselves, I believe. I'm calling it tonight. The Gamecocks are walking into Lexus and they're walking out with a W. That's you know what I think it's gonna take to do that though? And this is what I really want to get into when we talk about Carolina anyway. Where the bleep is Dak Joyner at? Yeah. The, I, 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 thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> Dak Joyner is great. Is, You're number one, Graham. Dak Joyner is <laughs> the biggest. He, he's being wasted so terribly, dude. He is the one of the best athletes on the team, For if sure. he's not the best athlete. He's just he's him. He <laughs> he, he single handedly won the How many freaking. Hymns are uh, there? Well, okay. he single handedly beat y'all last year in the freaking bowl yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Single handedly. Your dad mentioned this, but talk about freaking loyalty. Yeah, at a day of. The transfer portal and mm-hmm. things don't go my way, so I'm going to leave. Mad respect to that guy for being a team guy and sticking around and standing beside his his guys. Yep. Because I'd have been like deuces about. They're not even ago. giving him reps. Exactly. It's they stay, they they switched his position. It and really it's, is. it's not like anybody else is doing any better. No, <laughs> not even the guy that should be at his position. Exactly. And another thing, Josh Van, where is he at? Josh but Van. He and Rattler don't appear to have much of a connection. No. He was the best receiver on the team last year. This season, he I, I, I'm not even sure if he has 10 catches on the season yet. Okay, yeah, so he, this, might, he might have 30 yards this on is, the season. This is, this is what ridiculous. I'm looking at it like this. You ready? Van was really good last season. Yes. The quarterback last season, Rattler was not very good last season. Rattler this season, he's not very good this season. Josh Van is nowhere to be, nowhere to be found. Whose fault is that at this point? I think we're looking at more of this as a Rattler problem than a, than a Van problem. But – Dude, Van's quarterbacks last year were Zeb Nolan and Jason Brown. And, and he, he was, was still, still good. Put, he was still putting up numbers. Big and yes, numbers. Rattler is better than them by miles. Some of that's got to be a little bit of the defense taking away the number one guy, too, though. I'm sure they're rolling a safety over there because they don't fear anybody else. But, dude, it's not that he's not getting in the game. He's not getting in the no, game. No, he's not in the game very much. You're right. It's, it's, it's not, that, it's, he, it's, it's not still, that he's playing bad. He's not getting the chance to play good. There's route 
you know, combinations and concepts you can run to get away from a high safety over the top. Uh, I agree with that. It, there's, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. There's ways to get around reps. it. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. not even getting reps. Field. Why is he not in the lineup? Yes, yeah, exactly. Why is he I've not been there in the sitting lineup? there right behind the field goal post, seeing him stand there on the sideline for the entire game, and I just don't understand why. I don't understand just what the thought – I'd love to hear the thought process behind yeah. both of these things. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, Rattler's going to have to have a, a game uh, tonight where he's going to not be perfect, but have – He's going to have to have a game like he yeah. had against Arkansas. Exactly. He had about the – he had about 400 yards. He's going to have to rack uh, up yards. That's yeah. the big thing. You're going to have to keep the ball, keep it in your possession, not turn it over too much. Uh, and, and even like, your, your touchdowns don't have to be in the air. I feel like you're going you're gonna to get some rushing touchdown attempts. Spencer but, Rattler is unbelievably slow for – Yeah, he is. He's, yeah, he he is. he's athletically he's, slow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said it a couple weeks ago that he has uh, deceptive speed on how slow he is. Um, it's not, it is not fast. Uh, but, again, he's, you're going to have to have some, some plays or you're going to have to stretch out this defense. Because if, if, if Kentucky can just contain, 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 and South Carolina does nothing for that. And, yes, is, is Levis playing this game? Uh, I don't think they made a decision we have, yet. We haven't made a decision yet. That's going to be a determining factor. But if, if, he, if he plays for Kentucky, I just don't see um, what Spencer Rattler can, can lead a team over the 13th-ranked team in the nation. For if Levis is out, though. It's a closer game, but I think the line will move. Bring it it's, home. it's six and a half in favor of Kentucky. It'll probably be two and a half in favor of Kentucky if uh, if Levis is out. Um, so you got you, you think it's got to be more than three, man? Because three is your home field. With, I mean, look, they you, get, have you get plus three for being at home. Their, typically, their, their quarterback is one of the best top ten, top fifteen. In the oh, nation. I agree. He I has, agree with that. He has you know one thousand four hundred yards. Twelve. I'd argue touchdowns. higher. Yeah, but I'm saying he's what, really good. No, arguably yeah, he's he could, he's top fifteen. He could be the top even, quarterback coming out. And you yeah. can't say anything other than that. You can yeah. you can make a case for top ten, top eight. Which I would personally put him top eight. So I I think that without him, you have you know brand brand new scheme kind of coming in, and, and he's the flow of that offense. I would say two and a half, three and a half, somewhere around there. It might actually be three. Um, but I'll always put a half a point in, so you get screwed on the half point. Yeah, I. They're Speaking of star quarterbacks that are out, Bryce Young also out today yeah, against A and M. Jalen Milrow getting the start. He did all right. He yeah. did, he, dude. He's good. He's Can fast. Can we talk about? Does anybody remember when we did our ACC picks? Who I said was yes. going to be a sleeper, and I said it depends upon if North Carolina makes a run in the ACC. It depends upon one certain person if he wins the quarterback job. And said person has won the quarterback job, Drake May. And said person yes. is winning the Heisman in his college career at some point. He'll be gone after next year. He's a redshirt freshman. Oh. 115 for 165 on the year. Wow. 69.7 That's sharp, man. That's got 19 titties. 1,594 passing yards, 19 touchdowns, one interception. Tied for first in the nation with Will Rogers currently is. But we don't have a defense. Yeah. I was going to say, his defense seems to be letting him down. Riggs my, might as well play a middle linebacker. <laughs> my, my, my ACC rankings from July 30th in the Atlantic, they go Clemson 1, NC State 2, Wake Forest 3, Florida State 4, Louisville 5, Boston College 6, Syracuse 7. Syracuse has been a huge surprise this year, dude. <laughs> yeah. Syracuse. I heard an analogy so. about North Carolina's defense. Uh, Walt Deptula, who's on the Roar, said that uh, if you gave all 11 defenders a baseball bat and let them play defense with a baseball bat, they still wouldn't stop anybody. (laughs) 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 Accurate. (laughs) Yeah, I saw like when uh, Nate Wiggins, the the cornerback for Clemson, when he was giving up all the passing yards to uh, Sam Hartman, 
They mm. said, uh, "Who's who's a better cornerback, Jalen Ramsey or Nate Wiggins with a gun?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, man. let's stay in the ACC. <laughs> let's talk about that Clemson Boston college game. Uh, by the way, I, I I think there's a chance that Carolina can p- pull out the upset tonight, and it, it would be a big road win. Obviously, the home. chances are a lot better with Kentucky's missing their quarterback. Right. If it's at home, it's a lock. Carolina, Carolina would win with, without Levis in the game. It's a lock at home at Williams-Brice. On the road, it's going to be tough. Historically, Carolina's had some troubles against a Kentucky team. That's and This this year, Kentucky's actually real. Randall Cobb. Team. Yeah, yeah not yeah. Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we don't cover the best player on the yeah. team, like three different plays and get tough. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Um, Clemson, 20 and a half point favorites. Is it that close? I don't know. They're, they're always going to account for... Dude, uh, I don't even think they were that big of favorites against Georgia Tech, dude. Yeah. They're always going to account for Clemson playing to the opponents. Like They don't usually blow teams out, which is true. Um, but uh, DJ Uyungle, which we I've been corrected. Last week. There's a silent in, or not, there's an a, a invisible in, in, but it's pronounced, but you don't yes. see it. Got it. Um, but again, Will Shipley is going to be the mainstay of this game. If he can establish the run game, Clemson's going to be up. Uh, they're not probably not going to pass the ball more than they need. Shipley's going to have a lot of a lot of yards, a lot of carries, um, probably a couple touchdowns to his name as well. Boston College defense <laughs> hasn't been one of the best, uh, but their offense, uh, Clemson's defense, has trouble with with the style of you know super spread. Going to go and try and put the kitchen sink at you offensively uh, and. Clemson's had some struggles with that, like Awake Force and uh, Georgia Tech in the first half. Uh, so that that's one thing. Uh, if the Clemson defense can step up, this could easily be 30, 35 uh, points for Clemson to blow out. But other than that, I don't see that happening. I think Boston College is going to put up points. They might put up 20. Uh, but this Clemson offense has been rolling. I see another 30, 40, maybe can we put 40, to bed 50, 49, 50 Can we point. put to rest the Cade Clubneck replacing DJ Talk? Yeah, I mean, uh, I never, please. I never thought it was. Well, so, well, yeah, just you have some Clemson fans. Right. I liken Clemson fans to how I was as a North Carolina basketball fan, mm-hmm. where they got so spoiled with success mm-hmm. that you experienced a couple years of rough patches towards mm-hmm. the end of. North and they're Carolina. not even really rough patches, correct, for Clemson, but, but, but like North Carolina, but they feel rough. You tell somebody that they're going to get that they're going to go 21-8 and eight in basketball, they're like, oh, I'll take it. But North Carolina's like, what the crap's going on? Right, yeah. Like, you know What's what wrong? Like, DJ this year is, is 104 for 159. Exactly. Like, they won 10 games really last good. year, and they're like, one is head at the stake. Like, I mean, dude, he has like, calm down. He, yeah. He has 40 incompletions and 104 completions. I mean, that dude Correct. has been balling. Correct. First of all. And he's got and he's got his legs working, too. I mean, that's that was the thing that was missing, been, I think, early in the season. He's becoming a, a dual threat quarterback, which is it completely changed the offense. Dude, one thing that confused me about DJ, though, that when he gets the snap, he just doesn't take a drop back. He just yeah. stands there. Yeah. And that's be- no, he, he can see over a pocket. Which, that's the design of the offense. Yeah. And, yeah. You're, you're seven yards deep. He's seven yards deep taking the stat yeah. most of the time. I mean, that's that's a seven-step drop, typically. And there's, not, and there's not much play action in, mm-hmm. in Clemson, so there's no real need to take the two, three-step drop backs. And I guess when his arms are strong, it is he not, doesn't. Yeah. And it's also, it's like, I mean, it's like last That now, is an interesting thing. I had not really noticed that. It's like last now pitching from the stretch. Right. And it's just, you know, mechanically something might click better when he, when he doesn't, you know, move his feet constantly. So, speaking of Clemson fans, I remember listening to WCCP when they were roasting Clemson over hiring Dabo Sweeney. Like, literally, it was a total meltdown after the, the interim year. 
and then they name him the head coach, like they were totally melting down over this decision. It took him seven years, but he has built a dynasty at Clemson. I hope that South Carolina is as patient. Dynasty it's overstatement. A, no, I don't know if it's an overstatement right now. No, dynasty is like the Patriots, Niners, That's, that's Bama. professional. Bama. Bama, Bama is legend. Yeah. And that's that's There's so far beyond dynasty. anything else. I mean, like – Right now, Dynasty is a, a – yeah, In Dabo's stretch, there's as far as in the playoff football era of actually yeah, – Playoff football era, conference championship. They're always they, in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Modern era, they're a dynasty. Modern era. And, and it's, it's, it's being it sustained. It is sustained success for many years. Yes. And they're probably going to be back in the playoffs this year. And remember, year. Dynasty. Oh. Dynasty. And I, it, look, look, it hurts okay, me to say that, man. If you oh, look you remember find Dynasty. another program historically, and, and this – I hate – I'm not a Clemson fan either. But I'm just realistic. But find another historically – Sustained success, not necessarily championships, but being there. Yeah, constantly they're Bama. constantly in the mix. Bama. Well, right, but the Bama's on a level by, on a, of its own, and they're right. a dynasty too. Right, nope. but they're just on Ohio a level State. of their own. And remember, we've Ohio State also we've sure. lowered our standards a little bit for dynasties as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, that's, right. that's what I'm saying, dude. Like the what Chicago Bulls, Patriots. That's a legendary team, though. Chicago it's, Bulls a, is yeah, it's on a whole the different dynasty, level. A you dynasty reckon? Is in yeah. it. I'd say the, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd say sustained success over how many years. Five, I would say five years. Yeah, that's you know good how hard it is to be good. That's good enough for Golden, me. Golden State's a dynasty. If you, if yeah. you go seven yeah, exactly. years, LeBron, LeBron has never had a dynasty. He has been dominant in the conference for, for seven. Yeah, years. Yeah. So here's the here's the thing, man. If you go seven years in college football, because you, you have to rotate players, you get four years with them. If you go seven years of Not nine and ten wins, COVID stuff, you get well. Two. Okay, COVID aside, uh, well, Clemson players, are most the most their best ones are going to the draft after three, anyways. Yeah, that's right. So. They are. They're, so I mean, you're rotating players. Which, by the way, 192 games for Sweeney uh, now in the ACC. That's the most at Clemson by far. I know you're going to say Frank Howard, right? Frank Howard only actually played 172 of his 295 games as in the ACC. Yes, as a member of the ACC. So the, the third most career games as an ACC head coach, uh, just passed. Bill Dooley of North Carolina Wake Forest fame. Yeah, and it's not like baseball where you can sign somebody to $400 million 13 years. Right, and roll with them. Yeah, so. Uh, what I think is even more impressive if they continue to be successful is that I heard some people saying with this whole NIL and how's he going to continue to recruit and attract to Clemson and all this stuff, and he's continuing to do it. I mean, yeah, it's. You get look, man. Even right, you can't, it's hard not to respect the guy. I'll be yeah. I, I agree with that because I, I respect them. I just don't think that Clemson is a okay. Let's dynasty. It's a is semantics. A it's it's semantics. All right. It's semantics. Who is the dynasty? There's only, there's only one dynasty to you, and that's Alabama. Because you can't you yes. can't make, you can't make a case for any other team. There's if you're not no, going to yeah. say Clemson. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, really can't. you can't make a case. Make yes, a case for Bama. You can't make a case for okay, Alabama. Right, right, right now, yes, USC. Bama is the only so college football only dynasty. dynasty. Okay. Yes, Alabama all right, fair enough. If, that, if that's, that's your take, so, we're just, yeah. so it's just semantics that we're talking about. You just change the word that you want to use for what we call all those other people who are the next tier down below Alabama. What do you call that? Where they have long-term sustained success, but it's not a dynasty. Great long-term team. Okay. I, 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 I don't Great long-term sustained success. That's what we're talking about. All right. I, think, I, I, I don't know I think what the name for it is. I think that's the definition of a lesser dynasty. dynasty. A lesser dynasty. A lesser dynasty. A lesser dynasty. I think the issue here is that my standards for a dynasty are just higher than your guys'. They're more they're – more, they, they, yours tend to encompass more time, it sounds like. Yeah. It takes a longer period but of time. Like, I, I, I don't so think five years is a dynasty. 
Patriots dynasty. Five years is a long time nowadays. Yeah, but I think the Patriots Correct. seven, seven of them. Dude. Patriots seven rings. That's yeah. a dynasty. But I think but you also got to take into account the, the the state of college athletics with that's transfer saying. NIL, all this stuff. Yeah, that's why I think what Dabo has done at Clemson's is impressive. Yeah, I also think you got to look at current dynasties. But that, that, but Dabo's also only got to win two games, and one of them's like usually against, and one of them's usually a blowout. But what I'm saying is, regardless of that, for him to continue to win in the state of how athletics is, it's impressive. It is. You get to come oh, yeah, to I'm South not, Carolina. I'm not saying it's not impressive. I'm you just get saying to it's come not a dynasty. That's right. We, okay, so we sell oh, this. Yeah, it's I, semantics. I, I, but you, look, all BS aside, I hate Clemson. But you get to come and live in South Carolina. They Clemson. don't get better than that. I love my state, <laughs> He's man. recruiting to Clemson, South Carolina. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. He, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. saying. He's recruiting Indeed. to Clemson, South Carolina. Who wants to come Clemson. and play in Clemson? Clemson. I don't, I don't want to live in Greenville, not Spartanburg, not Anderson, not I know, Columbia, I know, Charleston, I know. Hilton Head. Clemson. I know, but you get to be in South Carolina. This is fascinating talk. We're, we're past our break. This. So we're going to step out. We come back. We're going to get over more breaks because we're going to be talking high school football, which is going to get everybody worked up at this table, I guarantee you. Two segments of high school football coming up. Cam behind the cam coming up also. <laughs> Scramble Sports sit down. <laughs> Get y'all a little education in today. A little Take It Back Sunday. That's one of the greatest songs Take ever right there. Sunday? Yes. Like one of my favorites. That that album, Tell All Your Friends, bro? Mm-hmm. That, that, ooh, man. That was, it came out in 2002. Very, 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 very transitional time in my life. And that record, Jimmy World's record, their first one, those, those two records, man, they got me through some stuff, man. Without music, I would die. Facts. Facts. All right, high school football. All right. Emerald? Wait, you want to start there? We can start with Emerald. That was, that's a tough night. I, I, I'm feeling better. I still have a lot of questions. Um, 
I, but I'll tell you what I, I tell you. I'm going to start with the good things because I think that's how you should always start. Um, I think we had a chance to win that game. The reason we had a chance to win that game is because we did not do what we've been doing in the second half anymore. We came out and played a better second half once again than first half. Jalen Foster went absolutely nuts in that game. We literally, for the fourth quarter, ran two plays. He and Ian Ryan took over that game offensively in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. And, and, and the offensive line, too. And the offensive line up front, yeah. They were game. absolutely smashing people. I think where the difference in the game came is was Woodruff's ability to run the football. We talked about that a lot. Um, but I thought we saw some great throws from Key, although he did miss the one wide open six for sure. Yeah. Jordan Green on the post um, overshot him, which I think is why – we watch his ball fade short and inside on those go routes it's because he's afraid he's going to throw it over him. I don't think it's because he lacks the arm. I think it's because he's trying to learn how to temper his arm. He's, you know, he's trying to learn how to hit a putt yeah. effectively. It's, 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 a, it's a skill that you've got to learn or, or shoot you know, a basketball from long range. It's a skill that takes time to develop that spatial intelligence to sharpen it enough to be able to hit that thing in those pressure situations. It's a tough, it's a tough, but it's tough slate, but here's the thing. Woodruff lost to Chester. They're probably going to lose to Clinton. He gives them two losses. We're probably going to lose to Clinton. We have to have another loss for Woodruff to get back in that number two spot. Which means we need to beat Chester next week. We've got to beat Chester. Got to beat Chester. And if we could beat Clinton, that would still put us into first. Because we still have one loss, we have the tiebreaker for Clinton. Yes. You still control your own destiny. To Correct. a degree. If you drop one more game, you don't because you've got the loss to Woodruff. And if they don't drop another game, if they drop two, they have to drop lose two more in order for you to surpass them yeah. because they have a tiebreaker. So yeah. to that degree, you don't. You, you are relying on Woodruff some. But here, I know there's some, there's some dog seniors on this team that we're going to lose, a bunch of them really. And that's going to hurt. There's no question we are going to miss unique talents like Deuce Good and Jalen Foster and Ian Ryan's. No question, up front, McCombs and uh, Jamar Quarles and, and some of those guys up front. No question we're going to lose a lot of talent. But the way that this team, this program is trending right now, if you were a stock guy, you better get your money in because it's getting ready to take a huge it's, – it's taking a huge upturn. You're already a little bit late if you're just now getting your money in on it. Um, so I like the way it's going. I think we're going to see a lot you know, development on a lot of fronts continue to happen but I like the way it's trending I hate that we lost what what uh, grade is the book of Malachi is he a senior as well uh, he's a is he a junior I think he's a junior yeah, he's a junior I, th I think he's gonna turn into like a KJ Moore and Laboris Warren yeah I didn't even mention those players. two guys either <laughs> yeah when, and Laboris still has uh, Katie Abney's a sophomore so you got yep. yeah. yeah and we've been seeing Abney roll in and make some plays I think what's you don't like moral victories, but what's been most encouraging to me just from being on the sidelines and kind of getting the vibe from it and then interacting with Coach DeBose at halftime and that type of thing is the overall nastiness and just effort that the offensive line's played with for the past six quarters. Because they pretty much dominated. They controlled. I mean, last night really came down to we controlled the line of scrimmage offensively and defensively. They and, both offensive lines controlled the game, um, and unfortunately we came out on the wrong side of things. But, you know, Coach DeBose last week talked about little things that were just a little – it's things that are correctable that we can fix, stepping forwards rather than to the right, stepping right rather than back, that can be fixed. And I think they've corrected those things. And now you're, 
you're seeing that offensive line really impose their will on guys for pa about the past six quarters. So, so that's something that's been encouraging to me moving forward. Yeah, I think in this region, these teams aren't separated by much. You know, talent's pretty even. It's going to come down to four or five plays when you look back at it. And uh, for us, uh, in my opinion, the, the plays that hurt us the most were <laughs> the Birch runs. Mm -hmm. uh, he ran for 136 yards, had over six yard or yard per carry, and four touchdowns on the night. That's something that's unexpected. He hadn't done that all season. They hadn't been able to run the ball consistently all season. And the fact that they were able to do it, it protected their backup quarterback. Carson Tucker uh, not being the game should have been to our advantage. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we didn't take advantage of it because we couldn't shut down the running game. Looking back at the film, they're not doing anything that's rocket science. Mm -hmm. They're just lining up and taking it to us. And, you know, that's the first time all season I felt like our defense uh, wasn't able to adjust and wasn't able to respond to that kind of physicality. Also, uh, we're going to look back <laughs> at play calls. You know, the end of the, the game, uh, the third and one, we're dominating the line of scrimmage in the second half. Uh, this is a learning experience mm -hmm. for a young offensive coordinator and Austin Sargent. Uh, take it as a, an opportunity where you can go back and watch the film. Uh, we're dominating the line of scrimmage the entire second half. I want to see us dominate it a couple more plays and take it into the end zone and then have the decision whether we go for two or not, which was highly debatable yes. uh, up in the press box if we were going to do that or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm an old head, so I'm going to kick the ball. Well, I was of the feeling we were talking about this off air, but I don't, I don't go – I'm not a 17-year-old, so I don't know what's going on in the mind of those kids who, who wanted the ball who didn't. I'm also not an offensive coordinator in football, so maybe he saw something we didn't. But it's hard pressure for me to to think <laughs> we don't give three the ball three straight times. He probably gets four yards and three carries, and then you probably give it to him a fourth time and win. Got to ride the dog either way. Listen, great players make great plays in great games, and we didn't give our great player a chance to do that. And he wanted the ball. Yeah, I mean, he did want the ball. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted the and, and and that's why we love him. He, I understand, he carried it thirty-four times. Oh yeah, definitely. He took a heavy workload. He played a lot on defense. Yeah. Also, but but you got a tired defense on the other side, and you got number three on your side, and you know he wants that football. Yeah, he did. I think he was. He yeah, and I think in in hindsight, which is always twenty twenty. Of course, in real time, I'm thinking three's got the ball. But in hindsight, you called the, the play, play before even no, the play, <laughs> play that ran it. the play yeah, that yeah. they called. In hindsight, thinking about it, was the, the play that Key busted one for 58 yards from the second play of scrimmage. It was the same type of concept. It's just it is. It was. Yeah. It was. You even had you had an extra blocker. You had two plays to get one yard. Yeah, but instead we lost three or lost four. And had fourth and five. It's not like it was third and one, and that was it. it. Was you know you had if you didn't get that, he's not going to lose yards. No, he, he's not going to lose yards. Foster's not going to lose. Uh, if he, he always doesn't falls get one forward. yard, he's going to he's might, he might get zero. All right, yeah. in a rare case, he's going to get one yard nine point eight out of ten times. Right. Yeah. And so when when you have a third and one, I would say you run the same play twice. Because you got to fall forward. Foster's got the, got the vision to find the you the go power twice, get the first down, and then maybe you go back to that sweep with a Q. Over and even right I get the first down, and then maybe try the sweep on yeah, first. Yeah, just down. run that I, play you've been running the entire second half two times with Foster, and then run Ryan's one time to the edge. Were you the one? Did you Graves? Were you, <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. you that said on air that we may we maybe tried to outsmart or overthink yeah. things and outsmart ourselves a little bit. Yeah, we, we the did. one time where we were didn't need to get you over. You said that on air, did you? Yeah, not? I yes. think so. Yeah. You yeah. did. I don't think we need to overthink that play at yeah. all. I think that's what Chester did last week. They ran two plays after they went down fourteen to nothing and got him back into the ball game, got him a win. 
And even Woodruff on their media guy, they said they ran a simplistic offense. They but did run a simplistic yeah. offense. You run two plays, power plays, one to the edge, one up inside, and Woodruff cannot stop it all game. Do you actually trust that? Did you read the, Did you read what their media guy said about us? Yeah, I did. <laughs> look Court. out! Look out for uh, senior receiver Deuce Good. <laughs> look out for Carson Wright. Yeah, and Christian Foster. Christian Jay Foster, brother. Yeah. yeah, they watched the JV tape. Yeah, so uh, at least that's what it, it to certainly be, yeah. appears that way. Right? <laughs> it certainly appears that way. So, eh, you know, you're right though. I mean, we we're gonna we're gonna have a shot in this region. We're gonna have a shot at a region championship, but. Nothing's off the table yet. No, no, not at all. we got to beat Chester, though. Got to beat Chester. I think you have a good chance to build a lot of momentum in this next week. Uh, and a lot of momentum going into next year. I right. think offensively it's starting to click. It is. And, look, you, you've, got a, you've got a signal caller as a sophomore. The problem is you've yeah. got 18 yep. seniors on this team. 18 seniors. But there's not a team in this region I fear. I think we can beat any of them when we're on our game. I agree. With, even Clinton, who I yeah, know is I, really we good. We can beat Clinton. I think we can beat Clinton. When we play Viking football. Right. I really do. And what do. bodes well is if you look at, obviously there's a lot of football left to be played, but if you look at the playoff brackets and the projections and way the region we're matched up with is is the region that's Carolina, Blue Ridge, Traveler's Rest. Chester, Woodruff, and Emerald are very dangerous two, three, and four sheets against whoever comes out of that side of that. I agree that with region. that. Yeah. The, the, the biggest issue is you want the home playoff game. Yes. Correct. You yep. really want that two seed. And honestly, I don't see a, I don't see a path for us to a two seed anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, we either end up as the one or the three is really kind of where we're at In, with that. Unless Woodruff has two losses. Right. Woodruff's got to get two more losses. And I, I'd say Clinton's going to be one of them. Yeah, for sure. And then, but they've already lost to Chester. Now, now the only other team to lose to is Chester Union. I mean, Union. they beat Chester. So they got to lose Union. to Union, so they can't even get two more losses. I mean, really, they're Woodrow, not going to lose. Woodruff beat Union. Chester. I thought Chester beat Woodruff. I thought Chester did. Chester, Chester beat Woodruff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, they did. So, yeah. yeah. So they got to lose. Chester beat Woodruff to Clinton. Forty-one thirty-four. Okay. And Union. If that's if we, so that that means they would have three region losses. They have to. If we lose to Clinton. Yeah, because the they have a tiebreaker now. They have a tiebreaker on us. Yeah. So they have to lose two more games in the region. Yeah. Okay, but if we if our only region loss is to Clinton, we'd still be ahead of them because we have – But our only region loss can't only be to Clinton now. No, what he's saying is – Only is other region loss. If we end up with two losses, let's – That's right. Let's that's, pretend that's right. we beat it, They have to totally crap to the bed, though. Yeah. And I just don't see that happening. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Say I, so that's a, that is, that's our path to the two seed. I just don't see it as realistic. All right, we do have a realistic path to the one seed. Because I think we can beat Clinton. At Clinton. I think we can. I think we have the dogs to do it. Yeah. You know, can we put it all together at the right time of year to do it? I don't know. That remains to be seen. If if I might, if the eyeball test can, and, and the trend continues the way it is, you look at game one against 96, man, we were puckered up real tight. Not because it was a, a <laughs> great game, but because we were giving the game away. At the, it was a great game, but yeah. we were giving it away in the second half. And that continued. All the way up until East Side game. I think what's lost. It's it's an upward trend. Yeah. I think what's lost in in <laughs> the way we lost the game last night. If you look at the Saluda game versus now, and this kind of fire and heart mentality, and the the mental aspect of things is starting to turn around. If you think back to Saluda when we're down, we're up fourteen nothing. Tyleek Mathis runs that kickback. I was on the sidelines, and the the, the atmosphere just yeah just dies. And we just kind of gave that game away right there. You could just tell how we lost, even though we're up by seven. I think if we can find a way 
to to beat Clinton, and that is to be second place in the region. That's how we're going to do it. We we need we need Woodruff to kind of you know fall down some. Uh, I like our chances better to beat Clinton if Clinton's already won the region. They're going to rest some of their guys the week before playoff starts. We're going to go in there, their place, and beat them. Uh, and we're and we're going to get number two. I think that's our best chance of beating Clinton this year uh, is when they've already won region. They've locked up that number one. They have no incentive to win the game. It does not matter to them um, for, for region-wise because they're still going to be a one seed. They're still going to have that home playoff no matter what. Uh, if if we can rely on Woodruff dropping some games, maybe some close ones, they don't they don't close out. Uh, we have a really good chance if on that last week beating Clinton and we go into the number two, and that way we have a home playoff game, which is something Tad DeBose really wants uh, for his players. What I was saying, th- what I was saying though, is that you look at the mentality of the Saluda game where we just completely mentally were defeated after that right. Lake Mathis, right. and now you fa- you look at last night, we're down twenty eight fourteen, blocked punt, deep in our own territory. We get a stop defensively, go down and score, force a fumble, go down and score, and tie it back up. And sustain a 90-yard drive, yeah. third way into the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah. I mean, the, the, men, the, the mental aspect of it is turning for the yeah. better. I, that's, that was my point earlier. I, hey. I, that's why I think we can beat Clinton. Mm-hmm. That is exactly why I think and, we can and beat the, Clinton. And the mental aspect turn is when we gave the ball up in a bad situation, they had great field position, and we made them punt. Mm-hmm. Right? For the and first they, time. Exactly. The it, only it, time. It, the only time. Yeah. And, we, <laughs> and then we, we made them punt, right? Yeah. And then drove we got the ball. 90 yards. 90 yards. No, we drove the ball 90 freaking yards, exactly. which in high school football does not happen. You know right. what it reminded yeah. me of? I mean, state championship, Greenwood, 2012, 97-yard drive. I was there on the sidelines. I That's mean, right, that, from the three-yard you know, line. You don't see very many drives, sustained drives like that in high school mm-hmm. football, which mm-hmm. I thought was impressive. Which is why I think I think so highly of teams like BHP and Powdersville and, and uh, Greenwood last year, of they can they can go on those eighty five yard or ninety yard drives like it's nothing, right? And those We're are the there. great teams. We're getting there. The great teams can do it, and that's what we saw. I we told because you keep it simple, and that's how you do it. I yep. told Jackson Gary last night he had on his "We Are Coming" hoodie. I said you need to get a black sharpie and, and go right through coming and put here. We are here. I think that's I, I, and I because I, I I don't do moral victories really either. But if there was one, it's like, I think we, we've shown that we're, we're competitive. Yeah. We're, don't schedule us for homecoming next year, dog, because mm-hmm. you like to got embarrassed on your homecoming. And should have. Because I don't think that Woodruff so much won the game as we lost it. Because I, I we just could not you. stop Birch. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Yeah. We had him on the ropes. There's had no him doubt. on the ropes. Yep. Yep. Quick break. We'll try to get Cam to talk on the phone to talk about the – Cam behind the cam. Cam behind the cam. Your boy Cam. Strom Thurman and Saluda. Strom Thurman and Saluda game. We'll talk a little bit about the Greenwood game as well. Coming up in the next segment, more high school football here on the Scramble Sports. Sit down. Hour number three on the other side.
Welcome back. Scramble Sports Sit Down. Hour number three. Good gravy, boys. It was a crazy night for high school. There's a lot of good football games last night. By the way, this is the Interrupters. Shout out. Amy Interrupter and the Bavona Brothers. There's actually twins who play the bass and the drums. And then their older brother plays the guitar. They're really good, by the way, in case you can't tell. I like them. Are they not from America? They're from America. Okay. From California. Uh, well, so they're, no, they're not. No. <laughs> they're, from okay. Cali- they're from America. They're from California. Yeah, oh, they, they sounded like they were British for a second. They're not. I was. Okay. No, so but I'll, I, I'll, I, I can enjoy their music now. Okay, I was going to say, I'll play you some British punk. It's nah, really making yeah. a big, 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 big. Uh, no, you're all right. You don't need to do that. I got gotcha. you. You want to play some Australian punk? That's I got good. some. Yeah, you can do that. I got some. There's some good Australian bands right now, too. I'll play you one of them next time. Let's talk some more high school football. We don't want to beleaguer what happened in Woodruff because, again, I, I think everything's still in front. Because if you win out, you win the region. Yeah. Point blank. Unless Woodruff wins out. We're going to be in every won't. game. so I just don't yeah. think Woodruff has the players. I don't either. I, I mean, they, if they can pass the ball so well, they made one good pass. All we heard about. Backup quarterback. Backup yeah, quarterback. Carson yeah. Tucker's the number the three is their starting running back. The yeah. guy who played quarterback last night is their starting running back. It's still it wasn't even it wasn't even a thought though. It was really. not. It was not. It, we went zero in, in single high a lot it, in, until they desperately needed it. They did make the one. Gray Bill did make the one. That was a special play. That was ext- from my angle. I thought Deuce was going to pick it. And then I did too. It literally was just just over the edge of his fingertips. It looked like it was. They say it's a game of inches. It's a game of millimeters. On that it, was, play. it was it was a perfect coverage. It was it was it was perfect coverage. It was just a perfect throw, without getting catch. without getting flagged. You can't cover better. No, and Lord knows if you breathe if he was breathing on him, he was getting flagged. So anyway, we put that Draymond hot breath on him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's shift our attention over to what became a far more interesting game than we thought it was going to be. Greenwood and Easley, 47-41 The final. It was an onside kick away from getting really interesting. But a good, another really good region win for the Eagles last night. Yeah, I thought Greenwood came out and really took it too easily. Um, one concern I have from this game, Morton got hurt again. I'm not sure what type of injury it is, but hopefully he'll be back for next week against Westside. But and I think uh, against a team like e- Easily, if he has any type of cautionary nicks on his body he, they're gonna take him out yeah. that's that's what i've heard is that if they don't need him he ain't playing uh, that's fair enough that's good with me so <laughs> yeah. as long as he's healthy greenwood's gonna be well in position to take this region but i think gary uh tank gary is really the guy i'm looking at really took over that game once morton went out in the yep. second half and rode him to the victory even though easily made it a little bit interesting in the end yeah tank gary's definitely the future of greenwood eagle football leading um, rusher yes yards. He is he, he's just like V Morton the fact he's a he freshman, runs hard. He yes. He runs hard. Like a guy is downhill straight. It had to be downhill. They ran for yeah. over 450 yards last night. Right. And and, and the game was 41-14 uh to Greenwood with uh 3 minutes left in the third quarter. Took the foot off the yeah, gas a little bit. Yeah, time touchdowns. Yeah. Backups came in uh and then it got a little interesting. Um <laughs> they scored easily scored with um uh, eight minutes left in the fourth, uh, five minutes left in the fourth, four minutes left in the fourth, and then a minute and 12 seconds left in the fourth. So uh, I would assume that you know this, this Eagles defense is susceptible to giving up big quarters, 
when they gave up like 35 points to Hannah in a quarter. Uh, they've been known to do that. Uh, but again, also I also been known I, to put it up. Yes, that is true. <laughs> uh, but I think that uh, what I'm looking at here for Greenwood is that score line when it was uh, 41-14 and, and they were in that dog fight and they had that will to win and that's what they did. Uh, and when you have 41-14, you could take a fourth quarter off. <laughs> and that's what they did and they got away with it. Uh, they almost got away with it. I mean, they almost didn't get away with it. They but almost they almost slept the whole fourth quarter. They woke yeah, back it, up in the nick of time. And easily, easily played the most perfect fourth quarter you could imagine and still lost. 210 yards of passing in the second half for easily. That's nuts, man. Yeah. We talked about, we've talked about all year about Greenwood's non-region schedule and is that going to benefit them they could how and I've made the comment multiple times how they could be one of four and be a really good football team but you just don't realize it I think we're realizing they're a pretty dang good football team offensively and they, that non-region schedule has highly benefited them so I'm getting killed on Facebook by the way <laughs> for what still I, I did a little trolling <laughs> you oh, would, I don't have a thing you indulge in a bit of trolling Oh, it's only FaceTime, though. How are we going to do this? I guess we're going to do it like this. Just are, we trying to, are we trying to call Cam? I thought we were going to get Cam. Can we not call him from Graves' phone? He, he might not answer. He but he's not, not answer mine. Uh, when he, oh, he's not reachable. When he gets some insight on this, on this Thurman salute game. Because it seems like that was the game of the night. I don't know. They just said he's not reachable. We'll get Cam in a little later, probably. We'll try to get him. We'll try to get him. He might still be asleep. He was uh, probably out late partying about that. That uh, it might be on D and D. That's true. Does it say unreachable when he ain't on D and D? What's on D and D though? I have no idea what that means. D and D to me do is a role playing game. Disturb. Do not oh, disturb. That might be. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a role playing game, right? I was thinking Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. D and D. What do you mean? <laughs> he plays Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I would love to play Dungeons. Actually, I'd really love to play. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is TNT. the yeah that was the role playing game that led to the cartoon. Mm -hmm. Much different though in the, the the turtles are not pizza loving super dudes and all that in the in the game at all. But it is it was a fun game to play. That one in Cyberpunk was really cool. Role playing games used to be hot before there were video games. Cyberpunk video game? No, role playing Awful. game. Role playing Awful game. game. Cyberpunk. Also, Twilight 2000 was a cool because that was more of like a modern warfare where you actually had like an M16. Dude, how big of a nerd are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm that nerd. I play the snare drum in the band. We got a great. crowd up in here. We do. They're not here for us. They so I are. promise you. I think you. they are. I think they are. Well, we're, we're, we're going to say they are, even if they aren't, right? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they're here for us. We're, we're pretty good among the kids. We are. I, I've, I've typically, am, across my life, have been an obvious jungle gym to most little kids. Like, for whatever reason, I guess because I'll play with them, but they've always just kind of come to me to, to wrestle and play. And Of course, you know, he and I used to have epic wrestling matches. There's some videos of those, by the way. Yeah. In 2K games. In 2K <laughs> games. <laughs> oh, dude. Hey, initial thoughts on Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> he's the worst. He's so <laughs> I I, I'm, I'm glad he's not in the NBA anymore. <laughs> Well, let's he talk. Might, he might still be in the NBA, but <laughs> yeah, he plays on the Bucks. <laughs> he still plays on the Bucks. I believe so. They play for the Clippers. Oh yeah, he might play for the Clippers. He played for the Bucks. I think he plays for. I, th I think he plays for the for the maybe the Grizzlies now. We'll look it up. Is Eric Bledsoe still in the league? I don't know. Yeah, he play. He plays for the uh, Clippers. You're right. You yeah. know who is still in the league? Not that league, but a different league. Akeem Durant. 
This is what we've been waiting for. A huge win in overtime for the Chiefs last night. He goes 22 for 215. And, and, that's not even the whole story. He also returned an interception 95 yards for a score. Played on defense. Player of the game, Lakeland's yeah. player of the week or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that is him. Oh, it is. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's yeah, him. So congratulations. <laughs> I had all y'all fooled this whole time. You did. You certainly did. But, yeah, you know, we've been looking for this all season from Duran. He's had a bit of an underwhelming season. This I mean, not, he's been not a bad season by any means, but just a little bit underwhelming from what people expected him to come out there. And for him, for yes, sure. For him. And, you know, of course he has a – higher standards than normal people. You know, he's got his older brother, Mateo, that went to the NFL and stuff. So, you know. But so obviously practice here, squad he, for the Steelers, is that right? I think so, yeah. Um, Just yeah. sign him the practice squad? Not anymore. I don't think he's – He's not still there anymore? No. The point is he made it to the league. He did make it to the league. There's no, no question and about that. And a Kinderant, 215 yards, four tutties on the ground, and a 95-yard pick six. He's my player of the week. He gets a free egg, free scrambled egg. I got to do a show up at Howard's. Can't get B Mitch here. He doesn't want to, dude. He said it's too early. Eleven it's o'clock? 10 too early. Ten thirty is too to early. Deliver it to them. Yeah, I think that's, that's so. How about this? Take the show on the road. We're gonna take the show on the road. We're gonna go start. We're gonna actually. We just need to have like one big show where we get where we get them all. We just go back over our. We our, should go you know. on a tour. Okay, we could go on a tour. You want to start the show at a different time for that one big day? Yeah, for you we'll start. We'll do a. Di- we'll start at a different time. We'll do a different show. Okay. We'll add it in somewhere. Maybe. Maybe we pick a, a Thursday night or something at Sled Dog. And pre-record something and put it on here? What are we doing? Yeah, we could do that. We just got offered cupcakes. She, I, I don't need cupcakes, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be running <laughs> right now. But certainly, very much, these, these are our regulars, by the way, that had their birthday party here. This is our regular Saturday morning breakfast spot. My buddy, happy Shane birthday. Parnell. And happy birthday. She didn't like the happy birthday song, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she got a shout out on the Scramble Sports sit down, though. We even helped sing Happy Birthday a little bit. That's cool. Yeah. She wasn't refined. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my buddy Shane Parnell. Does a lot of great work in the community, by the way. Great guy. Akeem Durant. Akeem Durant. Him. Take, Him. Look, so here's what I was thinking Thursday night, Sled Dog. Get some pre We could play the pre record. You know, with some stuff we record on there, onto here. We'll just get all the eggs at once. It works for me. Or whatever. Have a good night up at Sled Dog. I'll talk to City. Sled Dog, like, after the uh, the Tuesday night show? Like, yeah. Like, that once the football season ends? Right. But Thursday night football would still be going on for another couple of weeks. It's okay. Well, if we have games like we did last Oh, well, it's on Amazon Prime Video. Does Sled Dog have Amazon Prime Video? If he doesn't, he can use mine and we can watch it. <laughs> I'm sure he does, man. I'm sure he does, right? All right, so how about Abbeville lays it on Chesney, 49 to nothing. We don't need to hang out on this one too long, I don't guess. Yeah, um, I, I uh, talked to my boy Jeremiah Lomax, who is um, a star corner or safety now for Limestone. I'm, I'm, I dislike that man greatly. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good, Ace. He's a good basketball player. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not, dude. Ace Jeremiah Ace Lomax for coming for your head this year. <laughs> he's doesn't play for them anymore. He play he's at Limestone. He, he doesn't he's play limestone. for Abbeville no more? He's in Limestone. He graduated. Oh, he graduated? He's trying oh. to avoid you. Yeah. Hey, well, you weren't that good. You're overrated, and we should have beat y'all. You got carried by uh, Jay Tench. Well, you still have to stop him this year, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
You got carried by Jay Tinch, buddy. You're not that good, and you're very ugly. <laughs> okay. You're very ugly. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Let's be a little less personal. How about? If you don't no, mind. I have personal vendetta. Yeah, it's okay. Let's just be less personal. Big, on the he show. has a very big mouth, dude. Yeah, I'm sure he does. He's very big mouth. He's a yeah. phenomenal teammate, by the way. Yeah, that's one of the best teammates I've had. It probably sucks to play against. But yeah, Jeremiah. I talked to I him. Don't he care. was there. He's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> he was there on the uh, on the sideline for that game. I asked him. I was like, "How's it going?" He said, "Bloodbath." So uh, that's all we need to know. And he only got one word from him. So I guess it was a, uh, I guess it was a bloodbath, like we all assumed. Three hundred twenty-eight yards rushing. Let, here's the most surprising stat of the game: seventy-three yards in the air. I mean, they're passing it around. This, we say that it's surprising they're passing yards every week. It is. I, I didn't think they'd throw three passes all year. But they have. They have. All right. All right, take a quick break. We come back. Something just fell. Oh, that's bad. That's about what I was about to use. We take a quick break. We come back. We are going to talk our top five postseason games. This ought to be an interesting and eclectic list. There's probably a wide-ranging group of stuff here. It's going to be interesting. As it always is, top five gets interesting. Is that the word we're looking for? Uh, we got to show this to Wire. We, we got to show to Wire? Well, we're going to have to send them the sound bites. Oh, we're definitely going to have to send them the sound bites. Yeah. All right. Quick break, allegedly. And then we come back, we're going to give you our top five games, postseason games, all sports, all time. Back on the other side, Scramble Sports, sit down. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kind of odd. No barking from the dog, no small. And mama cooked the breakfast with no hog. I got my grub on, but didn't dig out. Finally got a call from a girl I want to dig out. Hooked it up for later as I hit the dope. Thinking, well, I live. Seven nights of billions on display. My 
Bongo hooked it up, oh my god. Dip my rim today so they can ride out to the honeycomb, hide out. I'm showing you how to wild out like Jack Tripper. Let me be Bambino on your slippers. YKK on your zipper. Lick you like a lizard when I'm slizzard. A sober. Six million ways to fold you. Like, no, what? I get two of you and you get pretty deep. But I call your from Aiders. I know you'll be there for me, girl. Spotify be lying, dog. I mean, straight up lying on me. Good gravy. I'm going to get called on like hype. Welcome back. I don't want to get called on. <laughs> when heights, well, hype is the uh, determining factor of this show, so or the network. Yeah. So uh, I don't want to get called on. I think we might be all right in that, in that extent. <laughs> Hype, back. hype video, by the way, was great. It was lit, boy. But, uh, it was lit. The litness might not be there when we see it for the first time to the public. No. I think it's still pretty good. Anyway. Jackson Bryant, shout out to the man. Yeah, that's, that's a great video, man. Loved it. He does, he does some phenomenal work, though. Landon has something to read, I thought. Allegedly. Who made us all hear, say that we need to hear this on air? Yeah, he refused to disclose it in the. This at the break. is what caused the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole fight. Oh goodness! Mm. Where do you get this from? Twitter? Please say this is from Ballsack Sports. No, it's not. It's from Hoops Nation. Okay. Though it's freaking <laughs> true. As Green shot free throws at the end of practice, Poole told Green to quote stop peeing down his leg, but he said. Pissing. <laughs> he said, stop pissing down his leg. Green airballed the free throw, and the Warriors had to run sprints. During a Monday scrimmage, Poole had jokingly asked why Draymond's Twitter handle was Money Green if Green was going to be broken in Sacramento after this season. <laughs> after this season. This sounds believable. Green took exception to the banter, hurled the in the direction of Poole, which ultimately struck a child of one of the members of the training staff. Ouch. The final straw appeared to come Wednesday when Poole asked Green what he did whenever an attractive female entered the gym at MSU. Quote, did they like the triple singles, the triple singles or was it the screen setting? <laughs> Can you send that to me, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I'll send it. Oh, man. I bet he doesn't say it again <laughs> if he's awake yet. I told y'all this guy's annoying. 
I didn't believe me. Jordan Poole, I can completely 100% see why he got punched. Uh, you didn't say that to me. You said that to Draymond Green who's looking for a reason to punch you. Exactly. That's what I'm he saying. He said it to Draymond, and I want to punch him. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know Steph Curry has thought those things. He just never said them out loud. Never said them. You know, I, mad respect for Steph Curry, though, because he was – even though he knew that was still his team, he let everybody think it was KD's team and still was kind of the, the man leading the team. Obviously not as much on the court as KD, but – I, I, th- I still think it was his team dr- during that time. We'll call it what it is. Top five postseason games, which has been on steady, all kind of weird replays here over on Landon's MacBook, man. He was watching. He was just randomly watching the 2015 World Series. I'm assuming that the Mets eventually lost that game, and so you had to move on to another one, which is now a Houston-Jacksonville game. This is a playoff game? Or I was going to say. In football? I'll go first. <laughs> Like, knock it out. Here we go. Top five. Get ready to argue. So I got four basketball and one baseball. Outstanding. All right. Number five, 2000 Western Conference Finals, Game 7, Lakers over Blazers. That's the Afro Kobe, the yep. lob to Shaq. Lob Shaq to goes Shaq. down. Yeah. Um, I saw an interview with Shaq talking about that game where he was in some foul trouble at one point. And no way. Kobe, <laughs> Kobe comes over to him and says, I got you, big fella. Ended up with like 20, Kobe ended up with 25 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists on the night. So, Afro Kobe was an icon in my day. You know, there's Graves. You know, there's a difference between Afro Kobe and re- regular Kobe. <laughs> That's right, and tattoo Kobe too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, Game Seven of the 2016 NBA Finals, LeBron's block shot with Kyrie. That was yeah. a great game. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that should have been in mine. Number three, 2021 NLCS Game Six, Braves Dodgers. Tyler Matzik coming in after Luke Jackson had runners on second and third, no outs. Striking out the side, um, them clinching, going to the World Series. Game or number two on my list, the flu game, game yep. five, nineteen ninety seven NBA Finals. Yeah, flu game greater than migraine game apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and my number one is game six of the ninety eight NBA Finals, the shot with Michael Jordan. Yep, knock out the Utah Jazz. Yep. So that's my list. He's got a Bulls shirt on, by the way. You guys can't I see do. it, but yeah. no bias here. I don't have any arguments. Is that a Chick Fil A hat? I have no yeah. arguments with that list. Yeah. Strip. Is that? I don't know what that means. <laughs> when I when I was your age, the drip was a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Part of me. Wishes, I don't think any of them else know what that. What I, I'm talking about. I definitely call that one. <laughs> part of me wishes Michael Jordan wouldn't have come back with the Wizards. And your last memory of Michael Jordan would have been that shot against the Jazz, but nobody remembers the Wizard years. Yeah, but yeah. I mean that's pretty iconic. I about to say you can't even find those Maybe videos. It was the Bullets, no? That was the Wizards. Oh, the Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Yeah, effectively. I didn't know when they changed their name. Me either. It's like ninety eight, ninety nine. So they just there. missed it. Yeah, he came in like two thousand two, two thousand three, something like that. Came yeah. back. Yeah, when he came back to own the team, I think actually they were the Bullets, and then. The year, the next year is when they changed to the Wizards. And then the year after that, he came back and came to play on the floor. And then drafted Kwame Brown that same year. Wait, the, the worst, that's another good top five. Top five <laughs> worst draft picks. Top five biggest busts. Yeah, yeah. He got it. Kwame Brown, Ryan Leaf got to be in there. Oh, Michael Olaquandi, whatever his name was. Yeah, Sam, Sam Bowie. Bowie. Sam Bowie. Yep. And Michael Olaquandi, yeah. Yeah, Anthony Every, Bennett. Everyone drafted ahead of Draymond. 
Uh, all right, I'll start. My number five is a uh, National League wild card game uh, that happened last night when the Mets got shelled <laughs> uh, by the Padres. Bias. That's my number five. <laughs> my number four is a uh, 2015 World Series game five where the Mets got absolutely hammered by the Royals <laughs> to lose that series. Is that the one we were just watching? Uh, number three is the uh, 2021 NLCS game six, the Rosario game where he hits the uh, go-ahead home run in Matzik. Uh, with nobody out and runners on base, shuts down the Dodgers uh, in order. That was one of the craziest, craziest innings of baseball I've ever witnessed. Number two, Super Bowl 52, the Philly special. Nick Foles, backup quarterback, carries the Eagles over Tom Brady, Brandon Graham with the strip sack to win it, to seal the victory. And then number one is the uh, Game 6 of the World Series last year, Solaire's moonshot. Yeah, that, that one definitely in mine as well. Who next? Me, you? I can go. You? Yeah. Go. Uh, Warriors versus Thunder, 2016 Western Conference Finals. Thompson goes for 41, 11 threes. And that is one of the reasons that Durant ends up leaving the Thunder after that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heat versus Celtics. Oh, well, while we're on that game, you yeah. talk about Clay Thompson. Yeah. I want to ask you a question. Ask everybody here a question. Has anyone ever seen Clay Thompson and Wire together in the same place? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you I have. I don't think so. It's weird, isn't it? Give Wire a good look. Put them side by side. They look nothing alike. They, they don't look alike. He looks look like Clay, man. Alike. He looks like Clay without curly hair. No, they look nothing alike. He literally has highlights. He does literally have <laughs> highlights right now. So highlights aside. <laughs> so if you take away, you're saying take away the hair, they look alike? He... If you look at them in the face, they have very similar facial features. No. Okay. I oh. can see that yes. now that I think about it. No. Yes, you can. They both have the big smile. Yeah, look at them. At look the at next it. game, we'll hold up a phone with Clay on it, and we'll have Wire Tuesday. there. We'll do it yeah, Tuesday. on Tuesday. Yeah. I, matter of fact, I think, I think Wire may be, in the guy, may be the guy who snuck into the practice or to the shoot-around before the game. So you think Wire was actually one Fake bombing Clay. those threes? Fake Clay, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know about Bombing threes. Good baseball player. Maybe not basketball. I still can't Sorry. get over the fact that Jordan Poole said, why is your hash or your Twitter handle say money green when you're going to be broken in uh, Sacramento? That's tough. That's, uh, That's the one that kind of crosses the line, really. Right? That is I mean, the one. Yeah. yeah. Right, sorry, finish up. Uh, God dang it. <laughs> finish up. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what my nickname was when I was a kid? I was about to say finish up before Spillomatic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you go. I got this. Heat versus Celtics. <laughs> LeBron goes for 45 and 15. That was like 2012. It, yep. That changed the narrative. If LeBron loses that game, remember the Celtics are up 3-2 in that series. LeBron, LeBron loses that game. Uh, there's no telling what could happen afterwards. Bulls versus Celtics, 2009 first-round series. This is an underrated series. This is an overtime series. Every game in that series went to overtime except for game five. And it was a really exciting series. Derrick Rose's first playoff series. He went for 36-9, and nine, I believe. Um, it, at the time, that was actually the best uh, opening to a playoff career, I believe, for most points scored by a rookie in their first playoff game uh, by Derrick Rose in 2009. Bulls went on to lose that series in Game 7, but it was an awesome series for me. Braves versus Mets, 1999 NLCS Game 6, 11th inning win by the Braves. Andrew Jones wins the game on a bases-loaded Walk oh, I like that. I Ten to that. nine was the, was the score, the final. Braves going to lose to the Yankees. Didn't want to bring that part up, but they did in the '99 World Series. And then Panthers versus Cardinals. I was at this game, 2016, 49-15 NFC Championship game. Panthers win that game and go on to get to the Super Bowl. And we've already talked about <laughs> early in the morning what happened once they did get to 
in the Super Bowl. Uh, so, yeah, that's my top five. All right. My turn. Let's go. Uh, you got some good ones in yours, I think. All right, so my number five is, I don't know if you would count this as the postseason, but the World Cup. Okay. Postseason-ish. Germany defeats Argentina in the 2014 World Cup Final 1-0. That and really is a yeah. postseason because if you – Yeah, outside the, the group stage. Yeah, outside yeah. the group the stage for World sure. Yeah, final. it's got to be postseason. Yeah. That's a great – that was and, a great, uh, great match too, by the way. I know. That's yeah. why I saw here. And Ronaldo is the GOAT, by the way. It's not Messi. It's Ronaldo. Uh, number four now you are is, try and start a fight is the way. shot, MJ. P- pretty self-explanatory. Um, number three, I have the 2016 World Series Game 7. The yeah. Cubs come back to defeat the Indians, you know. Uh, Aroldis <coughs> Chapman. Guardians. They were the Indians back I know, then. I know. I think they should still be <laughs> the Indians. Aroldis Chapman almost blows it to Rajay Davis, yeah. but then they come back to win it. You know, also pretty self-explanatory. Number two is the 2021 AFC Divisional round, the yeah. Chiefs versus the Bills, last year's game. game. Mahomes versus Allen. What a game. great game. Gabe Davis game. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Stephon Diggs, yep. no show game. <laughs> Gabe Davis got a lot of love in fantasy drafts off that game. And what did I tell you? He was buns. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, cheeks was the word. Same thing. Okay. And number one way, we'd is say buns, butts. Buns. Buns. Okay. Number buns one is the 2016 NBA Finals Game 7. Self explanatory. LeBron and Kyrie both go for 41 and defeat Steph's chef. Look at Curry, man. <laughs> um, and LeBron's the GOAT. Plain and simple. He's the greatest to ever do it. He always has and always will be. I've already debated that one. A few yeah, yeah. Ago. yeah. Not, not not always has been, but for about five years now. LeBron's he's certainly greatest. an impressive basketball player. There's no question. The block. LeBron the block, is man. That the chase greatest. Down was I was watching at a buddy's house, and when that happened, we all – we both jumped out of our seats. Just you have to, right? Crazy. I was sort of, I, I I cried actual tears when when LeBron won that championship. He did. True story. I was there. Just tears of joy. Yes, tears of joy. Yeah. I hated Steph Curry back then. Yeah, you <laughs> wiped your butt on his jersey after you. <laughs> 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 that's the goat some video thing, right there. Never change. That's, a, that's the goat video right there. Yeah, you know, I tell you what the goat vi- the goat thing about it is the fact that he's the one who brought it up. And showed everybody the video. Is Dude, that a, I mean, that is good not, moment. I mean, it's not really that embarrassing. I was like 11, max. Yeah, 10 or 11, yeah. And also, well, I also brought this up last night. You had to use, you're a, a freaking menace. You <laughs> need to be locked up in chains for using the 20 freaking 16 Warriors against an 11-year-old who's using the freaking 2016 Suns, whose best player is rookie Devin Booker. In context, in context, the 11-year-old, had beat me like 173 straight Eric times. Eric Bled, dude. <laughs> Tyson Chandler's my starting center. <laughs> Tyson Chandler, and that's not even prime Tyson Chandler. He's he like had 42. good chemistry with him and Jeremy Lin together. Were <laughs> really smart. Jeremy Lin was out of the league by the time this game was released, bro. <laughs> He might have been on the Hornets. They're coming out with a good documentary on Jeremy Lamb, by the way. Really? Insanity. Yeah. yeah. Going to be on HBO Max. My man parlayed six games into a bunch oh, of money. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And a documentary, too. And a documentary. Yeah. Yeah, and again, he and he and Tyson Chandler, because Tyson Chandler also was a Ivy Leaguer, right? Yep. Tyson Chandler. Where did where Tyson, Tyson Chandler when he came out of high school? Oh, did yeah, he? yeah, he did come out of high school. Okay. I, why do I think he was an Ivy Leaguer? Okay, so Coach Carter, <laughs> the TV from. movie. That's right, that's Tyson right. Tyson Chandler. Okay, so Carter. <laughs> I think he's gonna be. So y'all Ivy seen Coach League Carter movie? Mm. Ty Crane and Coach Carter. Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's based on Tyson Chandler. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah. Coach so Carter's based Dominguez on Tyson High School. No, so Coach Carter, the team, Ishes, ish. they lose to Ty Crane, the guy, yeah. the lefty. Yeah. That character is based on Tyson Chandler. Uh, so that oh, team okay. lost to Tyson Chandler. Oh, okay, right? they lost uh, to Tyson Chandler's team. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, like, the best okay. player on that team is based upon yeah. him. Yeah, Dominguez High School is yeah. the team he was on. Yeah. He's actually uh, um, traded to the Bulls. Clippers traded. Why did I think that? I can't remember what year that was. 2001, I believe. Wait, was there not someone else in the NBA who Lynn played with who was also an Ivy Leaguer? I thought there was. I don't know. I don't. Jeremy I don't. Lynn's from uh, your neck of the woods. Correct. Ish. Ish. I thought he's from Taiwan. Uh, well, he plays on their national team. Doesn't yeah. mean he's from Taiwan. No, nah, he's born and raised in Taiwan, dude. That's not my neck of the woods. <laughs> I've moved around a lot. I had to do a book report on this man. That's why I know this. Okay, I got gotcha. He is. A, he is. A He's from Cali. Oakland. Yeah, look, Cali action. Shout out to to the East Bay. There, Cali. I mean Oakland. Yeah. Too short. Mac Dre. Spice one. Everybody remembers I got five oh, on it. That's Richmond. He plays for the Guangzhou Long Lions in the Chinese Basketball League. My man still plays. He probably a, he, he probably averages like thirty five there with, alongside Jimmer Fredette. <laughs> Shout out Manny Pacquiao plays in the Filipino Basketball League No that was just an all-star game No he actually plays in the league Wait he actually plays yes. in the league <laughs> Manny Pacquiao? Yes yeah. What can the Pacquiao it, it, do? It, it, it's only for like government executives too dude Okay there is uh, uh, For the Filipinos dude yes It's like a government executive basketball league For Filipino government and they executives actually have, Manny Pacquiao they had a buzzer have, beater in it they have yeah, actual, How about that? <laughs> Uh, they Savage, have, dude. He had a buzzer beater to tie the game, and the, they don't have overtime. The next so question, the question, <laughs> next question I have though is, why do you know that? Okay, this is. That's I, what I, I was about I to ask. I've yeah. seen it on uh, Instagram. I have a great day, story <laughs> about this. A, a former 76er was cut from a Filipino professional basketball league because he was on the same team as Manny Pacquiao, and he criticized him. Uh, <laughs> and this was this, was it? this Daniel Orton, who was signed by as a free agent by the Sixers in 2013, 2014. He played he got in the cut because Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, he, uh, he was way before the All Star break, and then uh, he, he he went to the Philippine Basketball Association, the PBA, um, and uh, it features player coach Manny Pacquiao. Uh, he said, professional boxer, yeah, congressman, all right. But professional basketball player, seriously, it's a joke. Uh, and it turns out uh, for criticizing the native son, Pacquiao, uh, in the Philippines, he was fined $5,650 for his comments and cut uh, by the team because he criticized Pacquiao in the, the basketball league. This is where you say things like, thank God for the First Amendment. <laughs> I was going to say, like, is that not like communism? <laughs> <laughs> mean, like, shout out to the First Amendment yeah. here, man. Okay, and then this is, this, is, this is the team's top administrator said about Orton. Everyone is angry at him. This is the best part, right? It was like if he went to the United States and insulted the name of Martin Luther King. That's what they said about. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hold, 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 hold. A real quote. I understand that, but let's t- let's t- let's just dial this back a little bit because Manny Pacquiao was a boxer. Dr. King did a whole lot more to box. <laughs> they just put Pacquiao and Martin Luther King on the same level right there. Everybody's angry at him, and it's like if, if he went to the United States and insulted the name of Martin Luther King. It'd be more like if he came to the United States Dude. and insulted the name of some sports legend. <laughs> uh, Mike Mayweather. Yeah. Mike Tyson, like MJ. Somebody. Mayweather, who Pacquiao couldn't even beat. MLK? Yeah. <laughs> Did 
it's, it's crazy, isn't it? Is it not? I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt of the Filipinos uh, just being uneducated yeah. about and about then, that particular and this article. At says, least about that particular. The, this article says the only difference is MLK never played pro ball and he didn't average point two five points per game over his first four games. <laughs> Talking about Pacquiao, he legitimately said that. <laughs> it doesn't say that, does no, it? No, that's what the uh, the article. I don't writer, care what if who said it. Is that someone said that? Somebody, no, somebody wrote has, that. Somebody said Pacquiao. They shouldn't treat Pacquiao right, like that because he. But somebody he wrote does, those words behind it because yes. this is the difference. No, the difference is Martin Luther King was assassinated because he was trying to do the right <laughs> thing. And it said also the whole civil rights thing, but yeah, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so good, good way to wrap that up, man. Good way to wrap that up. Your top five. I'm going to go really quick, and all mine are baseball because I got too lazy to change them. Um, <laughs> Dude! What? I'm not going to use those. I uh, was just looking stuff up to, to, fi- to fill Because really, all of mine are all, like, all of mine would be. All right, so I'll, I'll throw you, I'll, I'll give you uh, the catch. I don't, was it 81? 81 MC Championship game was my number five. Dude, I don't, why are you asking me? I was. Tr- well, I thought you might remember because you know oh, all the random Clark? stuff. No, Mike Clark, the catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You did. You did. You never told me. You didn't tell me a single one on your list. Uh, I, I know, know, but I did. didn't know if you might remember when the catch was. Uh, I couldn't remember the exact year because so you didn't tell me the catch was like 81? 81? 81? <laughs> 81 ch- NFC Championship game. Um, or eighty one, I think of Broby Bryant. The nineteen eighty <laughs> NFC. Ch- <laughs> I'm taking all kind of L's today, man. 1982. <laughs> 1982. Sorry. So 81 is the my next one, which is the Dallas uh, Falcon, Dallas and uh, Atlanta NFC Championship game. That was my first ever television appearance as uh, being five years old. Well, four years old, not quite five. That my, my mom and dad camped out for tickets because there was no internet to go buy them on, right? So you had to camp out at the ticket booth at the place to buy them. So they camped out in, uh, outside of Fulton County Stadium. And my dad got interviewed about camping out, and I was on his shoulders. That was my first ever TV appearance, postseason game. All right, all of my next three are going to come from <laughs> from baseball for sure. Um, last year's game six, Solaire's moonshot was on mine. Um, to see the Braves get back in that thing, man, felt so good to see the Braves win again. And before that, I'm going to go 19, 1992, the Sid Bream slide. To win I like that, it. to clinch the NLCS, and before that, my number one is the 1991 NLCS Game Seven, where the Braves make their first trip to the World Series. And, and honorable mention to Game Seven of the World Series in '91 mm-hmm. because that was a fantastic game. Unfortunately, the Twins won it, which isn't what was that I Jack Morris and John uh, John Smoltz? That's correct. Yeah. Um, the Twins end up winning the game. Kirby Puckett made a great catch in the outfield and stole a home run that kind of changed the game. Um, but, dude, having grown up as a huge Braves fan in the Atlanta area until I was about five, um, they sucked, man. Like, they sucked out loud. Sucked. They were horrible. That was the worst of first team, wasn't it? That's 1991, worst of first. That's great. That was John Schurl's first year as general manager. I read his autobiography. Man, good. Bo- if you have not read it, you should. Excellent reading. Excellent reading. That is probably my all-time favorite game is knowing they went worst to first and, and winning that NLCS. I remember my dad telling me the All-Star break. Hey, the Braves are only nine and a half games out of first at the All-Star break in 1991. <laughs> and we were ecstatic that we weren't going to finish last. Had no idea what was coming, man. And what a seven-game World Series against the Twins, too. That was good stuff. Good times, man. 
We used to we used to when I was a kid, we used to listen to Braves games on a battery powered radio and cook grilled cheese sandwiches on Sterno. Po times back in the day. I mean we were Po. Power had been cut off because he got cut off on Tuesday and Petty was Friday. So we listened to Braves games on the battery powered radio. Great times, man. Some of my best memories are the hardest things in my life, it seems like. It is what it is. What's today? Oh, today's the eighth. We should have played this song last week. We're gonna take a quick break, we come back. We're going to look ahead to all the fun stuff going on this weekend. Does anybody have a guess of what I'm going to play? Since I said we should have played it last week. First of the month by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, what a great guess that was. <laughs> 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 Nailed it. Back on the other side, Scramble Sports, sit down. Chasing that A and want to save time? Grammarly makes editing one quick simple.
Shout out to my boy Scientist. Cutting it up for the Ying Yang Twins right there. He's working on a little cut for us. Local legend, George he's, he's a global traveler, man. Always got pictures on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook of his, of his like 7 a.m. cocktail at the airport. He can really cut. He, he actually can cut with his feet. He'll flip really? over and do a handstand and stop the records with his feet. It's pretty hot stuff. <laughs> he's from Greenwood? He's yes. Do you know him? Yeah, yes. Oh, okay. So you yes. weren't joking whenever you said he's got some I didn't heart. know. No, he's... Yeah, I didn't know who he was until y'all called his name last night. Yeah, like yeah, I've met him before too. I heard you mention it, but I thought you meant it in the same fashion that like our friend who does pregame in it. Pregame in George. Oh no, no, that's him right there. Yep, hit him up. Yeah, man, no problem. Still going off, son. Reminds me of Cubert back in the day. I might have show how old I am again. That's pretty. My man, <laughs> that, hey, that, that's legit. Greenwood is a unique town from a talent perspective. Like we got hot, like Howard Corley, who's over here at Howard's. He's a legend, man. Like we have talented people in a lot of different. Granger Hines, mm -hmm. yep. Paige Rowland, actress on daytime uh, stuff forever. Still doing some acting, I believe. It's the sister-in-law of my coworker, Angela. Daytime soaps, right? Michael yeah. Genevieve, do you know him? Yeah, Michael. Yeah, Michael Genevieve for sure. He's Abbeville, right? Though. Yeah, he's Abbeville, but still in the Lakelands. Yeah. And he had you know, used to have uh, Harry. Uh, oh gosh, Night Court again, showing my age. That was a great show, Harry Anderson. That really was a good show. That was Night a, Court. Yeah, man. Yeah. Night Court is a great know, show. Strange times, though. You know, yeah. strange time of the day when it came on, but it was a strange time to have court too. That's right. <laughs> but it, it was a great show, is. though. Oh, here's the juggle. This is the juggle between the two. That's hot. That's a hot juggle. To juggle them that long, that good. You get from the video, like he's working, like he's. I'm about to say, are you watching the video of him? Yeah, he's like working, man. Listen to it, man. He just goes. You can tell he's. Oh, sorry. Kentucky is preparing to start their backup, Kaya Sharon, tonight. Let's go. Hey, he's working it, dude. He is good, man. Oh. Check man. out the juggle there. Wow. Don't forget he's hitting that crossfade every time. Huh? Behind the back? <laughs> Behind elbows? The back. What you want? Oh, yeah. it's getting ready to get hot. Huh? What? Wow. I told you he's good, man. How much practice does that take? It's all this man does is spin records. I can tell. Here we go. Oh. oh, put his knee on it. He ain't done. He ain't done. <laughs> This isn't y'all's kind of hip-hop, is it? This is what he's talking about. You put your hands in on your knees. And then stop the records with his wow. feet. And then put his feet on it. Uh, let me rewind that for you so you can see that. That was hot stuff, man, with the feet. You can tell he, he's breathing hard, too. So it's, it's a workout. This is scientist? This is yeah. scientist. Hey, this is the workout. Whoa. He's doing a handstand. Stopped the records and started the one right, with his right. foot. That's that that pose was crazy right there. Though, that was bro. nuts, that, wasn't
That's hot stuff. That pose was crazy right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he's getting yeah, at. That but pose was crazy right there. Yeah, that was it's crazy. still impressive, though. Very oh, yeah, impressive. He started, started back yeah. scratching with his feet. It's yeah. impressive, but it's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, we've got just a few minutes left here. Shout out to Scientist, though, man. He re- he's a great guy uh, and always has been. Greenwood guy, and obviously a great freaking DJ. As you just, I told you, was good, man. DJ Scientist. Yeah, look, he's the Ying Yang twins, and I know that might not be like a popular, thing, but like that's when I was. Yeah. Going, like the Ying Yang twins were hot, man. They're still touring still, the world. I say they still are. Still yeah, touring the some world. Some places. Yeah, still touring the world. Yeah. Things to look for today. This is a, a packed weekend because baseball playoffs. Um, I, I've been told by some people that they're not going to be even watching college football. They're only going to be watching f- baseball playoffs. Um, Landon is pissed because Carolina plays at 7.30, which is the same time the Braves play. we got to figure out how to get two TVs in the living room, right? You mean the Mets. I mean the Mets. Mets yeah. play. I meant the Mets, yeah. Um, you know me. I'll have three. That's right. you got three. We, we, look, we got a new MacBook at the house. We're going to have to set that up in the living room too maybe. Maybe we can get a um, – I can go by my office and get a second monitor. We can set it and, and run two streams off of the yeah, same so one. Yeah, so I'll have – Probably the playoff games on the big TV for me. I've got a bigger monitor. Yeah. Probably put a college football game than another TV a little smaller than the one that's on the wall. Now probably be anything. Can't hide money, boys. Obviously. I, Prize I, picks rolling for this <laughs> movie, man. Yeah. Nah, it'll be like a close college football game or sometimes the MLB will be overlapping. So, but, I so here, you're a Clemson fan, right? I'll be watching the Clemson game. So gonna, be, are you going to watch the Clemson game for it sure? It won't be on the main one. The Mets will. How about that? The I main one will be. I care more about the Mets and Padres than I do Clemson Boston College. So uh, <laughs> for us, are we Carolina over Mets I, Padres was, or are we Mets Padres over Carolina? If I was a Carolina fan. two TVs, dude. There is two TVs. There's if, actually three. If I was a Carolina Carolina fan, I would care more about the Carolina game because of the magnitude is a little bit more. I see what you're saying because Boston College Boston is Boston eh. College. It's like it's at it's at Boston College night game. I mean, yeah, there might be some to it, but I don't know, man. I I I, I don't see. No, I don't, I don't see it. Even if it is close, I still think Clemson, there's no way Clemson can possibly. They have to play bro, really, really. Bro, they really could all bad. they could all play like facing backwards the whole time <laughs> yeah. and still beat Boston yeah. College. Like Boston College is not a good team. They're not good. No. That's why if it was another team and it was a close game, I get that. Like I mean, I had the Braves and Mets on the smaller TV and Clemson, NC State on the bigger one last week. So which there are which, which turned out to not be as good of a game, no, probably. But yeah. um, I, I was still losing my my mind over. I'm sure you back to back home runs. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's all good. So that's the big game for you, Padres Mets. What about you? Big game for you today, the week, this weekend or this week. What are you looking for this week? In general, biggest um, games. Certainly today. The MLB, uh, the Mets losing is what I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. But I'm obviously gonna have to watch the Carolina game over it because it's the Carolina game we're playing, number 13 Kentucky. Obviously got to tune in, but. In my room, the Mets game will be on, and I will be occasionally running there to check on them losing. And I will best believe why you're here listening to this. I will, you'll hear from me later. Well, 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 well. When you're when you're listening to this later, you will hear from me later. Whenever the Mets lose, and I, I will say this. Um, you will hear from me later. That's great. Wow. Uh, this is be uh, prepared, Matthew. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there was a time. I think there's a time today where the uh, Phillies and Cardinals game overlaps with the Mets and Padres, which overlaps for the Clemson game. I believe. What are you gonna do? Um, so at eight th- at eight thirty, Phillies and Cardinals are on. At seven thirty, it's gonna be Padres and Mets, and then at seven thirty is Clemson and Boston College. So that'll be my three screens for the night. So I'm not changing. 
makes it easy on me. I don't have to find a close game in the fourth quarter. There you go. That'll probably just be on like a phone or somewhere on Twitter. I'll watch it. <laughs> You'd be up on Twitter. That's for sure. All right. What you looking for this week? Today, this week, whatever. Today. What North today. Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Miami this afternoon. Drake May show. North Carolina quietly has one of the most fun, explosive offenses in the country. They're fun to watch offensively. Um, then I'm looking forward to see, starting Tuesday, how the Braves react to this uh, big layoff from after clinching the, the excuse me clinching the division. Um, kind of plays has positive and negatives to it. So you can set up your pitching rotation, but whoever wins the wild card comes in hot. I'm interested to see how they uh, react game one of the uh, DS. So. Yeah, for me, I'll be tuned into the South Carolina-Kentucky game. And then tomorrow I'm looking forward to not Panthers football, but Ravens versus Bengals, Sunday night game. Jackson versus Burrow, best game of the weekend, in my opinion, in the NFL. Are we at home? Yeah, we're at home. You're not going? No. Never go see that. (laughs) What? Man. You just like to get the tickets or what? Just so in case you want to go, you can't? Oh, and you can sell the tickets. I mean, How many tickets you got? Two. You got two? Yeah. Next time you get ready to sell them. So when you don't go, do you sell them? Yeah, just sell them. You holler next time you get ready yeah, to sell Yeah, all right, them. just give them to somebody I know. Next time you don't go, you holler. Then you want to sell them. You go to that – would y'all go to that 49ers game? Yeah, yeah, we go to that 49ers game. Okay, cool. Um, Wouldn't you go to the 49ers game? Yeah. Absolutely we go to the That would be the game. one I'd want to go to the most. Eagles. Eagles. At least we can see a good team play. Because, no, because Debo Samuel plays Debo, for Debo, True. Debo. Yeah. Debo yeah, yeah. Samuel is my favorite player in the Eagles NFL. Eagles and Cardinals at uh, 425 on Sunday, so that means I get to watch the uh, NFL red zone and enjoy it for the Cowboys four Rams games. tomorrow. Cowboys Rams. Yeah. By the way, yeah, 4 o'clock game as well. It, shout out to YouTube TV coming back in my house now that the uh, Major League Baseball regular season is over. It's the only YouTube place. YouTube TV, please add Bally Sports. God, please. please. What do you mean is, is back in, in your house? Because DirecTV stream, we did, and we switched to DirecTV stream so we could watch Braves games. Gotcha, okay. DirecTV stream, bro, is not a good platform, man. It's just not. YouTube TV, please Especially add at 90 Bally bucks Sports a month, South, man. Nah, I mean, YouTube TV is cheaper and better. And if we could just get Bally Sports. Fubo TV has everything. It's like 60-something. Does yeah. it really? What about Fubo? Have you heard anything about Fubo? That's it pops up on the illegal so, streams so that I try to watch. What Fubo? Yeah, you know the link, like like yeah. you press watch on a legal stream and it'll like pull up. Fubo. Stream East. Uh, I watched. I did MLB it. That's 66. How I watched, watched the Braves Mets last night. NFL 66. Was a free trial with it. Free trial. Was it good? Yeah, yeah I heard it. I heard it. Might be iffy at times. What? Fubo. 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 I don't know too much about yeah. Fubo. There's also uh, berries that's <coughs> frustrating as heck, but it, when it works, yeah, it's the best thing. But that's in the not really a TV service, really. No. That's not, and I have I have a guy who actually was uh, who hooked me up with one of the uh, buddy of mine fire sticks um, that does all that. It's just such a pain in the butt, and then half the time it don't work. We tried that for a minute. I tried to watch a, a UFC fight, and it was terrible, man. Like it just it would you know it was laggy and. Choppy. I thought it was a Tyson Fury fight. No, it was Tyson Fury. That's right. It was Tyson Fury's fight. We tried Tyson to watch Fury it. Tyson Fury against uh, Wilder. That no, this one, was two. Yeah, two. Was, uh, two. Uh, uh, yeah, two. Yeah. yeah, I watched that one, too. It's tough. Yeah. So that, but but I tell you what, man. I, there's so much good sports on right now. They're this fighting is, again, I'm pretty sure. Fury I, and – it's either Fury and Joshua or Fury and Wilder are fighting Fury again. Fury and Joshua. No. Uh, yep. Uh, Bengals Ravens for me, too, though. I mean, that's the hot game this week, I think. I'm kind of interested in this uh, – 12 o'clock game between the Rays and Guardians. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
<laughs> like it went dead silent when you said that, man. Like what? Is I, he I just, serious? My, my brother told me yesterday that he was watching that game. I was like, I only know probably three players on the team. Two of them I can't even pronounce their names. I I, <laughs> I think playoff playoff baseball playoff baseball well, is the in, best in, in the wild card when the, when the team is when the uh, one of the teams Same. is facing elimination Guardians is going to go the above the priority list on like a noon ACC game regular on whatever yeah. a big big noon I'm Fox the right Tennessee is playing at noon against who are they playing I don't know it's a big game though in the who ACC they got, this week? Yeah. They got um, it's a top Landon 25 knows. game I don't think help me out. You. Help me out, Landon. Um, it's, it's 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 LSU, 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 LSU. LSU. That's LSU. That's who yeah, let's go. I, I miss maybe one of the few times I cheer for Tennessee because I, I do not Tennessee. like Brian Kelly <laughs> at all. I like I like LSU, but I don't like Brian Kelly. I don't like Brian Kelly either. Is that everybody? What are you looking? For? We already got you right. Looking yep, for? Yeah. yeah. I've got everybody looking for. All right, yep. cool. Hey, on time. I uh, looking for Kansas six and zero today, baby. Let's get it. Go Jayhawks. What? Say? I said I'm looking forward to it. That's right. My wife on my anniversary. Happy right. anniversary. Happy anniversary. I don't think she had the North Carolina football Woo! anniversary. Yeah. So, no, we're doing Let's go. Yeah. How long? How many years? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> six. That's a long time, bro. Six We've years. been through a lot in our six years. Yeah. He's him. <laughs> <laughs> him of the week. Jacob Lefko. <laughs> Jacob yeah, We've Lefko. been through a lot in six years, but. I, I feel that. I feel that. I've been married a long time, too, man. It takes. It is work. It's not always fun, not always easy. In laws are watching Reagan tonight, so we're gonna yeah. watch baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she oh just man. doesn't know it yet. I got to play a different bat ball later. Hey, anniversary on. night, man. Mets. I'm gonna come on. Watch. Watching the Mets lose <laughs> anniversary, man. right? You know. <laughs> they're gonna play. They're gonna play a bat and ball game. It's yeah. just gonna be a what little bit different. What are we doing different. tonight for anniversary? I don't know about you, but I'm watching the Mets. <laughs> 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 uh, I, then it'd be directly. Uh, yeah, Ryan, can I sleep on your couch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I I'd spend a lot of time on my couch because obviously my mouth. You know. <laughs> so you have to share it with me, probably. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, both watch the Mets lose together. Together. <laughs> <laughs> While Landon laughs at us, makes fun of us. When the Mets lose tonight, it's going to be a great. Night. <laughs> it's it's going to be a great. Dude, the group chat. Can we all, hey, <laughs> it might melt our phones. Can we all man. tweet Sal, whatever his name is yeah. tonight? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's over. We'll do it on the, we'll do it on the official Scramble Sports. Yeah, we do. Down. Look, yeah. we got to tweet get that thing Sal. Going. Yeah. Be like, the NL East is over. <laughs> it is over. The wild card is the over. Wild card is over. <laughs> so speaking of which, the wire will enjoy Twitter. a nice chalice yes, Twitter. of his salty tears. Triple S D Triple S D on S T H N on Twitter. That stands for Scramble Sports Sit Down on the Sound the Horn Network. Triple S D on S T H N on Twitter. That's us. You can find us. Just search Scramble Sports Sit Down. You can listen to everything we've done, whether from baseball season forward, everything in twenty twenty two forward. Uh, including football broadcasts, this show, the Tuesday show, everything at vikingsarchives.com. Both S's there, vikingsarchives.com. And, of course, you can find this at some point. Wire probably not going to wake up, so I'll probably take care of it while we're watching some football later. But you can listen to this and the Tuesday show. Or baseball. Yeah, <laughs> on the Scrambled Sports uh, sit-down and the Sound the Horn Network uh, channels on Apple and Spotify and Audio Mac. You can yeah. find it there. And Stitcher. And Stitcher. If you're if you're Audio like seventy five years old, yeah, you, can, you can listen on Stitcher. Stitcher used to be a thing. Yeah, like Audio Mac. Audio Mac's a thing. 
I know it's a thing. You could just get Audio Mac. You could just get it. You know, get why pay for Spotify when you get all your music on uh, Audio Mac for free, right? You can get podcasts on Spotify for free. You don't have to have premium to download podcasts. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have money like Jacoby Brissett, it don't matter. You can pay for the premium to download it. It's all good. Don't listen on Audio Mac, please, please, please. That was going to do it for us here from Howard's on Main. For for Landon, Graham, Jacob, and Jonathan. I almost said Graves. I was trying to use everybody's first name today. <laughs> Brian King said so long from Howard's on Main. We'll see y'all Tuesday night right back here on the stage at Howard's.